Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Tucker Carlson appeared on the uh, on Adam Kroll's podcast and he warned the Democrats will do anything to stop Trump, but they're not going to do lockdowns. They're not going to do covid. In fact, he says they're going to start war with Russia in an effort to defeat Trump. And that makes sense. When presidents are facing war, they tend to receive substantial support. But I'm not I'm not entirely convinced. We'll see the way Joe Biden screwed up Afghanistan. I'm not sure people really trust his foreign policy. And if they do start a war, Donald Trump will promise to end it diplomatically. And that may actually work with the American public. Tucker Carlson also said that Barack Obama is gay, likes having uh, adult relations with males and smokes crack in that same interview. I guess we'll Talk about that. And uh, there's a bunch of other stories, too. We got uh, secretaries of state are ramping up the effort to remove Trump from the ballot. So uh, things should get pretty wild. Of course, now we've got uh, the, the left is claiming the Maui fires were caused by white people. I know. I know it's hard to say, but it's time everyone admits it. Col- what a col- col- colonialism. Oh, wow. That's what they're saying. They're saying white coloners destroyed white. Whatever. We'll talk about that, too. My friends, before we get started. Head over to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member to support the show over at TimCast.com. You'll get access to the members-only uncensored show Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m., where you as a member can call into the show and talk to us and our guest, ask us questions, and uh, it's really, it's a whole lot of fun. These members-only shows are a bit not family-friendly, and ladies and gentlemen, I do believe the TimCast app is now available in the Google Play Store. So open up the Google Play Store on your Android phones, type in TimCast, and please be there, because it'd be really funny if it's, uh, there it is. Wonderful. If you go on Google Play, you can actually install the TimCast app and listen to the show on the app, all of that really awesome stuff. Finally, we're still waiting on Apple. They, uh, they're very serious about security and all that stuff, so... You know, I can respect it. They're, they're, uh, it's going to take a little bit longer for the iPhone app to come out, but uh, Android is currently available. Also, you'll see the link to the TimCast IRL in Miami event. The redheaded libertarian Josie will be co-hosting a pre-show, so definitely pick up your tickets right now. What do we got left? We've got 690 tickets remaining, and we just announced this last Thursday, I think it was. So it's been just about a week, and we're already looking like we sold maybe 150 so it'll probably, uh, you, you may have some time. I'm not going to act like, you know, they're flying off the shelves. The first event we did sold out, I think, in like a day or two. That was down in Austin. This is going to be in Miami with Patrick Bet David, Donald Trump Jr., Matt Gates, uh, Luke Rutkowski, and I will be coasting. And of course, Ian will be with us as well. Hell yeah. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We hope to see you there. There's a pre-show and there's going to be a, an after show for those that are in the audience. We will be live streaming, but we will only live stream the core portion. So the pre-show will not be live. And the after show for the audience with Q&A will also just be for the event only. But check that out at TimCast.com. Smash that like button, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show. Uh, It really is the best way to help. I'm looking at, you know, all of these different shows. I'm like, how do you succeed? And the reality is we've never run ads on this stuff ever. It really is just because of word of mouth and organic reach. So 
Thank you all so much. You guys have been uh, the main reason that we exist where we are today. So uh, consider sharing the show. Take that URL, post it wherever if you really do like what we do. Joining us tonight to talk about this and a whole lot more is Joshua Smith. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Tim. I appreciate it. Who are you? I'm a candidate for president of the United States of America for the Libertarian Party. Some are calling me the preeminent candidate. I've been an at-large and vice chair on the Libertarian National Committee uh, since 2018 and one form or another. Uh, came from the Ron Paul Revolution in 2008, worked on his campaign, and then he, of course, endorsed me famously in 2020 for chair of the Libertarian National Committee. So wow. that's where I'm at. It was the pinnacle of my life next to my children. Are you going to have Michael Malice be your press secretary? I, I have said that I will force him by court order <laughs> if, if need be. So, yeah, absolutely. Because Dave, Dave's not going to do it. So, yep. you know, whoever does has to get Michael Malice to be the press secretary. Absolutely. Has, has to happen. I agree. I agree. He's There's nobody better for it. For absolutely. Job, so. Right on, man. Well, it should be a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, of course. Phil's back. Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Avanti, lead singer of All That Remains, anti-communist and counter-revolutionary. Dude, Extraordinary. It looks like you put on a hell of a show last weekend. You know, I uh, I did. I, I had a little bit of an event. My friend's band called me up. Uh, the band's called uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, Ivan, their singer, was uh, ill, and so they called me and asked me if I could fill in for him. They were opening for a small band called Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> And it was sick. Dude, it <laughs> was in the that. round you guys shot in that huge stadium. Yeah. I mean, 80,000 80, 80, people. people. Is it more than more than uh, Taylor Swift? Yeah, more than Taylor. I mean, it's Metallica. <sighs> yeah, obviously the and, biggest metal band of all time. And you got to open. Yeah. Wow, that's Whipping your I mean, body around crazy. like a rubber, be- like a rubber hose, awesome. dude. I mean, it was super. Like, it's super cool that like I am able to help out my friends. Like the guys in Five Finger Death Punch, I've been friends with those guys for years and years. I've known Ivan since he was in Mode Grader in two thousand four. Uh, we did some touring, so I've known those guys for ages. So it's super cool that like I can go ahead and step in and help them out and and make sure that the show goes on because you know it was a record breaking show. It was a big deal. Like they, it made history. Yeah. It was the biggest show that ever happened at the place, and I got to come wow. in and I look like. Like this, you know, like the 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 guy that comes in to save the day. So it's, if they it's haven't awesome. seen it, there's clips on your Twitter yeah, and dude, and amazing. on Instagram. It is wild, man. Yeah. There will be a, a bigger video coming because uh, Five Finger had like pro footage and stuff. So we're getting that. Wow, we're nice. together. awesome! Uh, great to meet you, Josh. I'm looking forward to talking about politics tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to echo the uh, Timcast IRL event in Miami, which I'll be at. We'll be on stage, and it, we had so much fun in Austin last time talking to people after the show too. I got the chance to stick around and meet people. So if you guys ever want to get out to one of these shows, this Miami show is going to be lit come on down man and miami's we, already lit dude. it is and we are we are planning an elite members only uh get together so that's for the elite members at timcast.com there's no vip tickets but it's basically if you're a timcast member at 100 bucks or more you're in the elite criteria which is access to like early release stuff internals like we just tell you what's going on we do uh we, we give people access to like uh, the app before it comes out we're probably going to be releasing the code for the video game to our elite members to just do whatever they want with. And so it's kind of just like a club, but we're going to have a special event for our elite members. I so. think the best place to get tickets is at TimCast.com. Up at the top, there's a banner. And I don't know there if there's another direct link, but that's how you get it. So hit it right on. We got Kellen pressing the buttons. Yes, I'm back. Uh, my name is Kellen. And yeah, dude, October, Miami in October. What I feel like that's one of the best times to be there. So it should be a lot of fun. Buy your tickets. Come down. See Ian on the beach. You know, that's where he'll be. It's going to be oh, fun. Yeah, shirtless. All right, let's jump into the news. Tucker Carlson predicts hot war with Russia to defeat Trump in election. He was speaking to Adam Carolla and he said they will do anything to win. So how do they do that? They're not going to do COVID again. Whoever on the right is afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandates. They're not going to do that. Carlson told Adam Carolla they can't do that. They've already been exposed. That won't work. There's going to be no. What are they going to do? 
They're going to go to war with Russia. It's what they're going to do. There will be a hot war between the United States and Russia in the next year. Yikes. That's uh, strong words coming from Tucker. I got and me. it is a, a contrast to what we've talked about, what many have said, because we are seeing mask mandates come back. Yes. However, he may be right. The COVID game is played. I think I agree with them there that it's just it's going to be with us forever now. It's going to be mutating and it's you're going to have lesser dangerous strains, lesser painful ones. And then every once in a while, one will mutate. That's like kind of hard, but there will be like, oh, but, that, but, but it's like the flu. And that's not the question. The, the question is, will they try to use well, it for political the thing reasons? About, the thing, Tucker, he when he, I watched him interview Donald Trump last week, I don't know if you guys saw the interview at the very end. He's like, so do you think there's going to be civil unrest? Yes. And he's doing that Sullivan nod where he's nodding. And I'm like, geez, what is he trying to incite? Like, and Trump is just like, I don't I don't want to even answer that. Like, you yeah. could tell. And Tucker's like civil unrest. And he's nodding like, I don't just I, why is he? I don't know why he said that. I don't that, know that why what, that, 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 that we're going to war with Russia. I don't know why he said that. Well, for because one, because of the fact that there's a, a war in Ukraine and we're funding but, it, and we're, and we're at war with Russia already, <laughs> but it's not formalized. Yeah, so he thinks probably there's, why. I mean, let me let me let me let me let me help you out. Let me clarify. Yeah, they don't want let me, war with let me, Russia. Let me, they want a let, me, let me help you out. I'll clarify for Tucker Carlson. They're not going to war with Russia. He's wrong. What he should have said is they're going to formally announce we have been at war with Russia and try and act like it's just begun. I'm concerned about total war. I can understand the proxy war like Vietnam. We fought the communists in Vietnam. We didn't want to bomb Moscow because we didn't know Washington to get wiped off the map. Right. And if we go to war with Russia, we're going to annihilate our, each of our we capitals. Are at and then China will take over the world like what or India well, and China down. will take Let's, it over. We'll slow down there. We're right. at war with Russia right now. It we already are. And so what do you guys think will happen uh, in the election cycle? Well, they're definitely going to bring co the, the COVID's coming back. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I already see people talking about mass mandates at school, at schools. Um, they're, they're definitely going to start. Joe Biden's back. talking about a new uh, a vaccine. Yes. To be funded. A, a whole new one that's going to work this time, he says. And uh, yeah, it's a weird I, thing to say. And it's yeah. inappropriate, mind you. Yeah. Yes. Inappropriate for Joe Biden to say that. <laughs> I mean, it actually is. is I don't like, think Joe Biden cares what's inappropriate at this point. I, I honestly think that Joe Biden is That's right. like much, your kid right in front yeah, of you. He's much like weekend at Bernie's right now. And someone's <laughs> holding him up with strings and walking him around the stage. I, I honestly I don't I don't know. I, I think that they're gonna they're gonna try to push the, the mandates back. I think they're gonna try to mess with people's jobs again. I really do. And I, I, I but I think that you know the American public, many of the people who fell for it the first time are not gonna fall for it again. But so so the way we've described it is or what we've predicted, they will issue guidelines. They'll do something like you cannot discriminate against someone who seeks who, who decides to quarantine. Sure. But no one's forced to quarantine. But then businesses will need money to pay for employees who don't want to come into work and don't have to. Then they'll issue another kind of PPP or whatever. The guidelines, because they know they can't do a hard lockdown, justify an expansion of universal mail-in voting. I wouldn't be surprised if they outright legalize mass ballot harvesting under the guise of COVID. There's no doubt that that's that's part of this push. I mean, they they definitely want they want mail-in voting as much as possible. Look, the Democrats the Democrats are going to do anything they possibly can to win. Uh, I just don't think they can do it with Biden. But but COVID is not out of the realm of possibility to force this election to but, be done through melon voting. I, I don't mean. think that we're in. We're not talking in a vacuum right now. Like millions of people are listening to us, and if we make enough noise ahead of time and shock people out of the stupor, yes. they won't. We they won't to. even get off the ground. We have Agreed. to. I spent two two full years rallying against this stuff on my smaller podcast, and and you, definitely the big podcasters, the big shows have got to push this. Uh, you know, mass. It was. Uh, uh, I think Scott Adams. 
Scott Adams said the first company to do this, we must bankrupt. Yes, absolutely. Stop buying all their products yes. and and Bud Light and target them in the exact same way. I yeah. read that Vanguard and, and, uh, Black and BlackRock are getting out of ESG. They're down to like 3%. Yeah, but that just means that they're looking for another thing to call They're finding yeah. something yeah. else, yeah. The, absolutely. Oh, interesting. The, they're not going to give up on the goal. No. Right. So, and that's something that, that people on the right and people that are involved in, 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 you know, whatever you want to call it, the culture war or whatever, need to understand, like, even if like BlackRock and Vanguard and all these, these, um, investment bankers and stuff, they, they get out of the ESG. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Model. They're going to be looking for something else to achieve the same goals because they're ideologically motivated. Well, you made yeah. a good point there with the with the fact that um, they're not gonna they're not gonna change the goal. The goal is always gonna stay the same, and that's what worries me about the Russia thing. Right? Is that if COVID doesn't work, there's a damn good chance that you, they use a hot well, war. But, but look, what do you look, think is the goal with we, Russia? The goal with Russia right now, it, I honestly, I think that it's to push them towards the 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 one world government i mean if you want to get really deep into alex jones but, territory but it's not alex but, jones but hold on territory. there there, there are there are two dominant global factions yeah nato and BRICS. sure what's the what's the idea we need to crush them because BRICS is our enemy no i don't but you're, you're not going to you're not going to get russia to fall under nato influence right because they're they're they're, they're not going to they just want we russia right. to be weak right right yeah. I, I think it may actually just be more so they're not thinking about it in terms of we must defeat Russia because right. Russia's the enemy. It's we must reduce BRICS by 7%. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and they are 7% we were, of the population. I mean, seven. Russia's like 7%. What concerns me is the people calling shots are like, and if we reduce the United States power by 20% in order to reduce Russia by 7%, then the Swiss North. bankers win. Right. Yeah, but, the, but we've talked about this, though. There, there's, there's a lot of, sub, or in my opinion, there's substance to the argument that the established you know order right now is changing the whole lucidity's trap thing that we talk about and it seems to me and i've heard the argument i forget where i heard it, but i see but it seems reasonable to me that the goal of the people that are like in the wef and stuff like that um and the un and stuff the goal is to do a soft landing with the united states as china rises and the, the intent is in this is to keep the whole world out of world war three but if they can have a soft landing and lower the u.s's um living standards in a way that doesn't cause too much chaos in the united states and also at the same time support china so they can raise their their level of of influence and stuff and manage that without 
having the U.S. and China go to war. That, I think, is the goal. Because the, the, the Chinese model, in my opinion, is what the people like the WEF and stuff, is what they want to institute in the West. Because they have, have essentially you, ultimate control over the population. And that's, have, you, have you guys seen that uh, Eugenia Cooney video? Mm -mm. She's the uh, yeah. social media influencer who weighs probably 13 pounds. Oh, like, oh, literally, yeah. maybe like yeah. 40 pounds. Yeah. And uh, d uh, like on the verge of death, anorexic. Right. And, and she's apparently got like 8 million hits on TikTok. People are begging her to get help and all that stuff. But it just, it reminds me of what the war actually is. Right now, you have influence from China to destroy the younger generations in this country. Hmm. These kids, uh, I saw one story already. Someone said that their uh, younger sibling stopped eating because they wanted to look like Eugenia. It's the it's the opium war, except they're not using actual physical no, opium. I, they're they, using technology. No, they are, though. I mean, that's coming to the southern oh, border, yeah, so that's fentanyl. happening, too. Yeah. Yeah, does, does China want to destroy America? You think that China wants to destroy America, or they just want to weaken it so they can have 10% more power in the right. Pacific? I, I think right now what the, the global powers are looking at is I just want them to be weaker than us, so sure. we have the dominant position. It's almost like a sumo match, right? But it could eventually lead to a fistfight. And it seems like that's where we're going. Now, as for Tucker Carlson predicting hot war with Russia, I think it's funny because if you actually talked to him about it and said, right, but we're at war with Russia, he'd say, well, yes, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then he'd expand upon the idea, the idea being the U.S. will formally declare war, or they'll find a reason to do it, and... Uh, uh, it's 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 going to be some kind of false flag. Not it's, with Congress, though. Oh, of course not. <laughs> like it's a, gonna it's gonna be unilateral action. It's gonna be unilateral. It's it's gonna be a NATO uh, NATO uh, Article Five. Sure. So false flag. This is what they did in Vietnam. They did a false flag to get us to go to Vietnam to fight a proxy war against Russia. Right. Uh, so you're thinking now they're going to do a false flag to get us go fight the mainland Russia? Like, yo, we're going to invade Russia, I, kind of thing. I know. There's the, I the idea of the United States putting boots into. Like Russia? No. That what about not on, on Alaska? Absolutely. I mean, it's what is it like a hundred miles away from Russia? No, it, it, there's nothing not even up there. Fifty miles or something. There's nothing strategic the up there. Beachheads. The, the Aleutian Islands stretch all the way, like very, very close to Japan. Yeah. But think about, listen, think about what you're talking about, though. Like, if 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 Russia invades Alaska, right? They have to go over the Rockies to get to mainland to the lower forty-eight. Or they, they have to invade Canada. Yeah, they have to go through Canada, and they have to Canada. go over. Like this is oh, not. They're going to be slipping on maple syrup. Yeah, I mean, getting, <laughs> getting frozen <laughs> they're, they're, in the ice. And listen, I've, yeah. I've I've traveled through the Rockies out there. You blow up passes and you shut down any advance. Yeah. Okay, you can't drive tanks and stuff like that through the mountains without roads. And they're, they're, that's that's Bro. just not happening. Could they take Fall the coast? Out. It is not happening. Like Fall that. Fallout three on the flip side. China invades Alaska for resources. You can take all of Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean. I mean, how many people are in, are, are in Alaska? There's like 250,000 in, in the state, I think. We'd have no choice but to respond with a maximum military force. Oh, yeah, nuclear, the nukes China would fly if there's an invasion. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think nukes There's would fly. no waiting around. I, you I decimate not, the opponent in that situation. I, they do I, not invade. I think, to let's get, let's get specific. In the event that China, Russia, or whatever, these, these BRICS powers invade Alaska, that's a long shot for a variety of reasons. But in the event mm. they do, I do not believe that... Um, ICBM nuclear weapons will be launched over that. However, don't be surprised if you see nuclear artillery. Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, like, n not that I, not that this, the idea of anyone invading Alaska is more compelling now that we're discussing it. But it, 
if there were a situation like that, Alaska is the type of place where using uh, tactical nuclear weapons uh, would make sense. There's nobody around. It's a very small population. Yeah, there's nobody around. And if you if you see a column moving, you know, take them out. I meant so, offensive, like counteroffense, count, tactical nuclear weapons, like on Russian cities. So if the are, Russians invade strate- the United States, they beg for death. Yeah. Well, have, but but hold on. Like, those are strategic. This is the problem with nukes. The Russian government attacks, so your response is to vaporize a million innocent civilians, right? right? We can't do that. And yeah. that's why I don't think the nukes go flying. This, this idea that in the event of war, we all start firing nukes at our, at, our, at our cities is just like, they're trying to control the cities. They're trying to control resources. Nobody wants to, uh, I would say for the most part, most people don't want to rule over the ashes, but they don't want to be subjugated either. The only reason you would see nukes fly is to destroy military targets. So you may see New York in some way devastated by a massive nuclear attack or some kind of advanced attack. I believe it's more likely at this point civilian targets will be hit by massive cyber attacks. Yeah. What we saw with the ransomware, where you have like these the, the train system, the whole network goes down because all of the computers get encrypted instantly. The, pipe, the pipeline. How do they take out Nord Stream? That they, they, uh, who they, took out Nord Stream? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they. they, they, they not they. Not that the day. The CIA. Yeah. How did uh, U.S. intelligence and Western powers take out Nord Stream? Just, like, and then blame it on of Russia. Con- conventional explosives. A lot of explosives. Nanothermite. Stuff a like lot that. of explosives. It was like, I get, apparently the... Uh, it's not that hard. The pipeline was, is like encased in... Con- like, it's not just like a, a tube. Like It's a big deal. Right. So there's a lot but, of... Uh, look. You don't it's need, underwater. You, you blow it up. Yeah, you don't need a nuclear bomb to blow up a no. pipe, no. right? But what I what I think we'd be more likely to see is, um, Callan mentioned it. There was that cyber attack on that uh, uh, that that pipeline, and that yeah. basically shut down gas supply in in the southeast. And people don't remember that. It's kind of like yo, that could be war. Yeah, and you would not know. the The risk is, in the past, Gulf of Tonkin, Vietnam, the U.S. wanted the American people to think we were attacked to justify public support for a war. Right. Today, there's good reason not to get forced into war because you want to be prepared for one. And if you're not, you don't want your economy disrupted. So the U.S. is not going to come out and be like that cyber attack. That was China, because that would mean the people would rally and demand retaliation, which we may not be prepared for. However, that being said, the U.S. government could very easily cyber attack a water plant or a pipeline, disrupt the flow of energy in, you know, the Midwest, in Chicago or something. Millions of people are in desperate panic. Water is not pumping out of their, you know, there's no electricity or whatever. And then they say, that was China. We yeah. found Putin's passport. I, I like that. <laughs> I like that line of thinking because we're, listen, we, us podcasters and guys who do shows, we're constantly talking about who's our biggest enemy. Who's our biggest, these guys are, these guys, these guys are going to attack thermonuclear war. Our, our biggest enemies right here, man. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the American government can do whatever they want. They could shut off our resources. I, wanna, I mean, it's it's pretty, you know, we, it's we, pretty scary to think about what they could do to us. We have a correction. John uh, John Curry says, Phil, there's over 700,000 people in yeah. Alaska. Yeah. The, the chat is upset. That They're mad like, at you. My, I'm, I apologize. So I apologize. They're all on the coast. I'll get the actual number You're for an you. Alaska bigot for I know, sure. Right? Absolutely. So, and um, the thing is, there's a lot of people seven, in the chat that we're seeing. They're like, no, 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 no. 736,081 as of 2020. So oh, awesome. probably more at this point. Median household income, 77,800. Yeah, they're not. Oh, that yeah. ain't bad. They're not doing bad. Well, they also wow. get, they get the oil subsidies. Yeah, you get paid too. to live. Yeah, but it's only like a couple grand, I heard. Per I, month? Or, I know a few no, of them get a, a couple grand 
I thought it was a couple grand a month. I don't know. Maybe a month? I I've never. I've been to Alaska. That's once. basically don't, the median income. I've been to Alaska once. Don't take. Don't take. Don't take my word I for it. I know that it was. Awesome. I, it used to. Be, it goes up and down. I know let's, that. Let's 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 bring it back home. You're talking about you know the the enemy's domestic. Well, let's talk about what's happening here in the U.S. We got this story from the Daily Mail. Tucker Carlson claims Barack Obama enjoyed smoking crack and having gay sex. Oh, that nobody correctly. reported ahead of the 2008 election. Did he actually well, claim it? Or did he say maybe this is? No, he said outright yes. Yeah. How does he know? He said because that the campaign would remove anybody who brought it up in 2008 even. He, because he said yeah. a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll do a lie detector. And he did. He said that he smoked crack with Barack Obama and they had sex. That was obviously true. Carlson was referencing the claims made by a convicted felon, Sinclair, at the National Press Club in 2008 while Obama was running for president. He said nobody reported on it due to threats from the Obama campaign. Quote, Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign. So they didn't report on it. The amount of lying in the media about it was unbelievable. This happens all the time up and down government. Sinclair, who has spent time in prison for forgery, fraud and larceny, alleged that Obama, who was then a senator, bought and smoked cocaine. I think it was crack before having sex with him. Well, I will I will add that um, Obama has not particularly good taste in men if that's true <laughs> is a guy ugly well you know i mean and he has good taste in women well look i mean <laughs> if, yeah i gotta be honest like if you if you put michelle obama next to this guy she's got know. beautiful eyes but, she'll look like but, a, a but steak, let's yeah. be real i mean this is this guy's 54 now and he was he was a lot younger back then uh but let's be serious there was that letter they actually have it they have something here on the story look at this i don't know what this is they say former president barack obama's gay sex fantasy was revealed in a newly obtained 1982 letter to his ex-girlfriend. So we know, in 1982? Yeah, he was 21, he was, I think. He was writing about how he wanted to bang dudes. And you know, hey, more power to him, man. No. I just think it's historically significant if we can, if we can say that um, Barack Obama, not only uh, the first black president, uh, or not entirely white president, right. Was also a gay man who smoked crack. One more reason to give the guy to give the guy grief. He was the first LGBT president, yeah. and didn't even have the cojones to admit it. Don't be big. And he lied. Big. He lied when he was running. He was against gay marriage when he was running. He was. And then, yeah. and then he came out at, uh, once he got elected. So he lies to get elected, hides the fact that he's LGBT, and then he comes out. Oh God, more reason to hate on him. Thanks, Obama. I don't think Tucker's lying, but I don't think that taking the word of a fraudster, this guy's a convicted convicted for fraud, and he's the one that's saying that he had sex with Barack. Yeah. I, it's witness testimony. It's one guy's testimony, so why would Tucker make the claim that it's true? Just because yeah, the, the lie detector. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not admissible in court. Yet he, Tucker claims it's true. Because the guy's... Because it makes no, good headlines. Tucker's saying what he... Tucker's reporting what he heard. Well, he's, he's, he, he could have said it. that a guy told him, but instead he came out and said, it's true. I, don't know. I mean, I didn't. Did he this, actually say it's true? So I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe this could confirm the the big Mike rumors, though. Yeah. <laughs> this well, I don't know if that I don't know if lie, <laughs> lie detectors can be admissible as long as both parties agree to them. Oh, cool. The, the, yeah. the issue is more so that there there someone will contest it, yeah. so they're generally not used. But even still, I mean, it doesn't re, it doesn't matter. Like the people that don't like Barack Obama, this is only going to be stuff for them to go ahead and make jokes about. The people that like Barack Obama, they're not going to care. 
It doesn't matter. What if, Other what than, is, I mean, we know he, we know that he would lie about you know his policies to get elected. I mean that's that's he's we already know what kind of person he is. He's already in and out of office. He's already it's, killed yeah. uh, children. That's the thing. You know, if, if you really want to stay focused on what he's done wrong, I feel like this there's, is a red herring. There's no reason. Well, the, nobody's focusing on what he's done wrong. There's absolutely is, no appetite to bring him up on charges for anything. So there's no point even talking and, about and, what and he's done what'll wrong. Happen. Other than being like, hey, don't forget. If news does come out for some reason that sticks. And it's like Barack Obama killed American citizen. Nobody cares. But let's say for some reason the story does pop, whatever. A new one comes out that Obama issued another drone strike. Obama would come out and the, the, all the news would be like, Obama's about to give a press conference. Oh, I wonder if it's about the allegations and the, and the, and the drones. And he's going to go, my fellow Americans, <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> and then that's it. Just and then the everyone like, goes Whoa! wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, that's the thing for me. It's like it's it's. It's funny, you know, if you want them to to make jokes about or whatever, like, you know, poke fun at it to to make light of it. But these last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. It's not substantially. It doesn't matter. It's fun on the internet. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's exactly. Fun it's a funny. Internet. It's a funny meme. It's fun on the internet. And we yeah. were talking about this before. Listen, if you're involved in politics, but you're not taking part in the culture war, you're dead in the water, right? We, yeah. we talked about that on the way here. Every single, you know, candidate for anything, Pete Buttigieg, anybody who's got uh, some kind of diverse uh, identity of any sort is going to put that at the very forefront to deflect them from all of their bad policies. And Obama would just do that. He'd write another memoir. You know, and it, everybody would go buy it and forget all about it. So. What's, what's I don't know, plan? but I, I do think things are changing, right? Uh, that that's a statistic about twelfth grade seven kids, twelfth <laughs> grade boys being uh, or males, they're adults, um, skewing conservative. Yeah, I actually, as you mentioned, if you're not in the culture where you're not in politics, exactly. Yeah, I think we're 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 at heavy market saturation for politics. It's it's becoming pop culture. Yep. I mean, we've talked about this a couple of years ago. Politics is pop culture. That's why you get people who have no business in politics doing political podcasts. Mm -hmm. This is why you have late night comedy is nothing but politics. Right. There's no one cares about anything else. Speaking of, did you see the five, mm -hmm. the big five late night hosts? The oh, Seth Strike Force Five. Dude, they're doing a Twitter show together, and it looks so lame. Oh, it looks lame. It like, is lame. Seth, uh, what's his name? Seth something. Myers. Myers I, looked so miserable in that promo. I like saw, he couldn't even say it with feeling. I saw the clip, and now I have to start chemo on Wednesday. <laughs> And then this got Jimmy and Jimmy all. Fallon looks so annoyed with Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Like those guys do not want to be in the no. same room together. He's like, oh my god, I'm stuck. But they're getting paid a hundred million no, it's, bucks it's, a night or whatever. Under contract, and the the studios were like, you're doing. We, this. we know how to make money and generate contact while there content while there's no writers. You're doing the and podcast. Steve, they made Stephen Colbert be like the ringleader, and the other guys are like, who is this? Dip? Like <laughs> I'm not bowing down to this guy. Why is he the one ringleading this crap? Yeah. It's really annoying. But I, feel, but, I feel but for those rich dudes. I, I, I think it's 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 breaking up breaking apart. 
I hope so. I mean, I mean Joe Joe Rogan being the biggest podcast is and 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 for a long time and now, by a long know? shot too. Right. I mean, a long, long, long ways. I mean, he's he's got what twice the daily viewership as CNN. I mean, it's Dude, long lot. form one on one. Yes, is the most bomb, awesome, agreed possible format. Yeah, you you might be bringing in other people too is cool, but any disruption of a vibe sucks Tuck, if you're really in the zone. Tucker proved it. I mean, he he yeah. went he went free agent and he's getting more views than Fox has ever got ever. Ever. You learn so much yeah, about let's, somebody. Let's, and, and let's be real, right? So everyone's talking about this 200 million views or whatever. Those are tweet views. Impressions. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the word impression because typically an impression implies like when you're scrolling through an article and there's something on the left of the screen you don't pay attention to. Right. A tweet view passes by you and you look at it as it passes you by. So it's I, I'm not trying to, to defend, you know, impressions or whatever. I'm just trying to point out there is a subtle difference. If I'm scrolling my Twitter feed and I'm actually looking at things and then not interested, not interested, not interested, it's very different to an ad was on the left of my screen. I never even noticed. Do you know how long it needs to remain on your screen as you're scrolling to count? It might be a couple seconds. That would be in the code. I think it's three seconds. Okay. It's different on different sides. I'm I'm not entirely sure. But what we do know is if you actually look at the hard numbers, which are available on some devices, it was around like 20 million views. Sure. And you look at his ratings on Fox. They, they, they come on like, Tucker did not get 200 million views. He got 20. And I'm like, wow, when he was on Fox, he was getting three. Right. So now he's getting 17 more. Okay. You look at all the shows he's doing. He actually is getting several million hits per episode. Yeah. Now, I mean. I'm sure he's getting a lot more, especially with the President Trump interview, way more than yeah. he ever got on Fox. I mean, it can't be even close. Well, he had like five point something was his record, you know, yeah, on Fox. On Fox, And yeah. with, the, with, the, with the Trump thing, it's it was like 20. Yeah. It was, uh, I think, when they reported it, it was around like 18. So it's got to be 20 to 25 by now. Well, and, and of, I could say of actual like people sitting down and watching through the video. Listen, I, this is as a as a candidate for president. I I am not, in, I mean, I'm not out seeking the legacy like corporate news media. I'm seeking the big podcasters. Right, that's who I want. That's who I want to go to. When you have candidates for the office of the of the entire United States executive branch that are seeking out podcasts instead of the the corporate news media the corporate news media is dead that's it dude this is what vivek's give it, give it plan years. has been too yeah. rachel maddow's audience elderly right and uh even even fox news audience they're they're a lot older tucker here's here's the biggest screw up that fox did tucker actually was attracting younger viewers yes he was getting key demo viewers you look at these other guys and they're and they're, they're skewing way older and that's it they walked away from all of it. Yeah. What do so they got left? Greg Gutfeld? Is he? That's about I it. I mean, Gutfeld's cool. Yeah. I th- he's, he's doing he's doing well. Yeah, he gets a younger him. crowd. I think. Jesse Waters took over for Tucker, but right. everybody just despises Fox News. Yeah. I mean, you look at uh, um, who was it? Was it uh, Neil Cavuto talking to Vivek Ramaswamy trying to justify the indictments against Trump? And it's it's just laughably bad. And Vivek is like, no, are you nuts? He's like, well, you know, there's all of these indictments. I mean, one of them has to be real. And it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fox is terrible. But, you know, to be honest, Cavuto is never like their best personality right. anyway. Right. I haven't watched Fox other than Tucker, Gutfeld and Kennedy. I haven't watched Fox in probably, I don't know, 10 years. Kennedy's awesome. Yeah. I used yeah, to watch she, her on MTV, man. So did I. That girl was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Plus, uh, she'd have Dave on. Yes. Dave was like a regular on. And Spike. Spike's been yeah, on there yeah, several yeah. times, too. I mean, Olivia Rondo right. goes on. Yeah, Olivia Rondo. There's a lot of people that I, I know from the conservative circle that 
goes on there Dude, quite a bit. what's your plan man your presidential plan uh so we we actually we have a whole website has all our platforms up there abolish uh, things. Uh, yeah so uh, we i've talked about so you know uh, much like vivek who i think may have stolen one of my platform points by by the way i'm pretty sure that he stole one uh for the debate i had never heard a presidential uh candidate talk about how the federal government subsidizes separating families and states uh until he he spoke about it on the on the debate um, but I, I do want to abolish title 4d of the social security act which is a incentive from the federal government they give three dollars for every two dollars spent on um, child support and enforcement programs in every state so they're incentivizing the state to create a visitor out of one parent and a custodian parent out of the other parent and then if this parent has any issues they criminalize them and take more so we're talking three dollars for every two dollars given that's what they do um and if you look since 1975, when, when Ford signed this into law, uh, if you look since then, the um, uh, amount of fatherless homes has increased tenfold. Tenfold. I mean, insane amount. And one in four uh, kids lives in a fatherless home now. Let, let's, talk, uh, let's talk politics. Yeah, We're sir. talking yeah, yeah. about, uh, you know, we've been talking about enemies, both foreign and domestic. And we have this story. Donald Trump tells Glenn Beck, you have no choice. He will absolutely lock people up if returned to the White House. He didn't say it with much enthusiasm, but uh, here's the clip for all of you. And, and you know, uh, lock her up. And then when you became president, you said, we don't do that in America. That's just not the right thing to do. That's yeah, what they're well, doing. Do you regret not locking her up? And if you're president again, will you lock people up? Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, the answer is you have no choice because they're doing it to us. I always had such great respect for the office of the president, the presidency, and uh, but the office of the president. And I never hit Biden as hard as I could have. And then I heard he was trying to indict me, and it was him that was doing it. You yes. know, I don't think he's sharp enough to think about much, but <laughs> he was there, and he was probably the one giving the other. <laughs> but he was, you know, hard to believe that he even thinks about that because he's he's gone. But then I said, well, they're actually trying to indict me. Because every one of these indictments is him, including Bragg. You know, Bragg yeah. put his, he put his... So we, so we get it. He says he's going to lock people up. What I want to add to this is Rachel Maddow recently said that Donald Trump is only running because he wants to solve his legal problems. That. But that's actually Joe Biden. <laughs> right. And now that Joe Biden is president, he's probably saying, all I can do is either win re-election or lock Trump up. But if Trump wins, I'm going down. And of course, you have to accuse your opponents uh, of doing what you, in fact, are doing. So Rachel Maddow comes out blames trump says he wants to be president for life i guess the, the question is one do you really think trump will do this and then after we answer that my question for you joshua is uh are you also going to lock people up uh yeah i i definitely want to investigate the covid regime and and fauci uh, fauci safer uh any gov any governors well, you that say yes. Who's yes. Because, because yes you know i feel like saying just the covid regime doesn't go far enough yes Yes. Yes. Oh, feels yearly far. There's definitely there's definitely people that need to be locked. Don't up let them sure. turn you to the dark side. Yes. Uh, no, they won't. Um, no, the light is, is trying to to save. There is and nothing. There is nothing. Divine it, fire. There is yeah. nothing <laughs> illiberal about enforcing the law. Uh, it depends action. on the law. Yeah, it depends, it depends on, on the law for sure. It well, no, because if it's if it's if you have a liberal society, especially a society like ours that protects the people, protect, protects rights, you sh your laws should not be violating people's rights, not without due process. So if you've got someone that has has been using the government, the federal government, to enrich their own family, there's nothing 
immoral about in, about enforcing like enforcing the law or investigating it. This, earlier today, I, I tweeted: There's currently a member of an amount of circumstantial evidence Joe Biden is engaged in pay for influence in Ukraine via his son. The president of the United States, Donald Trump, was impeached by the Democrats for investigating this. Like that's actually what happened. Like there is no reason why we shouldn't investigate the entire Biden administration, the whole administration, his family, like all of his business associates. Who's they gonna, know it. Who's going to who's going to force that investigation? Though? Well, I mean, that's that I'm saying well, that, so, that would be if, if Trump were to be. Elected. Here's the big question. Do you actually think Trump is going to do anything? Uh, it's not. I don't think it's a matter of whether lock not up Trump Hillary? will want to. I think it's a matter of whether Trump will be able to successfully execute because it's a matter of can he find people in government that are or that could fulfill the roles that are competent that will be able to get into positions in the bureaucracy and actually process investigate and prosecute will they be able because you know that they're going to be people in, in fbi and cia and stuff like that that are going to be doing all they can to hide stuff so it's a matter of will he be able to get people that are effective yeah. will he want to i think he'll want to will he execute this, this, Who knows? This is a. Uh, we we just heard that Enrique Tarrio's sentencing was delayed because the judge fell ill. It was an emergency, mm. and they're trying to lock up Enrique and other members of the Proud Boys for thirty three years. We're ridiculous. Donald Trump gets elected; these men are pardoned. There, there should be. I I believe Trump pardons them. Everybody, everybody that like everybody on January sixth, in my, like even the people that were getting into fights with cops, they've already done their time. They've so, already done enough time. Now, now consider this. Let them go. If we are talking about civil war, everybody drink. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, you have these individuals being accused and, and convicted of seditious conspiracy. Quite literally, they were accused of a plot to overthrow the United States in support of Donald Trump. The argument being brought forward by the Democrats is that Trump was their leader who actually wanted them and encouraged them to do this. If Trump gets elected, how will the view of the left not be Donald Trump succeeded in overthrowing the United States government? That ab that will be the narrative. It will yep. be shoved down people's throat and every single like, you know, wine mom is going to buy it. So That's how could any of these liberals or leftists argue we are not in a civil war if they believe that Proud Boys were engaged in a seditious conspiracy at the direction of Donald Trump to overthrow the United States, and Donald Trump still has a path to gain power. In fact, they believe he currently is likely to win. I think that will be the narrative. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. That's going to be the narrative everyone runs with, especially if he wins. Do do you honestly think that he will uh, pardon Enrique, though? Yes. You do? I, I, I'm not saying it's 100%. Sure. But I think um, we've already got I'm not your buddy guy in the super chat saying Robert Barnes for AG. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering if Trump plays the, the tepid role and just wins and goes, ah, we got to slow down, blah, blah, blah. Or does Trump go in and say, at this point, I am done. And then he Robert Barnes, he starts bringing in diehard Trump supporters to do these jobs who will sure. do it without question. Because he did not do that the first time. He went to his donors. He went to the establishment and said, you know, who do you think would be good? Let's play ball. And then they tried to destroy him. And he walked he, he, he walked the line there. there, there you've, you've got these false charges, these accusations of, of being a Russian spy. You've got the you know, he, he tries to dig into the Ukraine scandal and they impeach him over it. And mm -hmm. what does he do? Nothing. Right. So I'm not entirely convinced, but I do think there's a possibility that if Trump is elected, it's revenge. And then yes. you'll see MAGA personalities. I mean, look, look at Jeffrey Clark. 
act, uh, acting assistant attorney general and they've criminally indicted him. Mm -hmm. If Trump brings that guy back, I imagine he's going to be like, I, I can't imagine because we've had Jeffrey Clark here. Right. I can't imagine he's the kind of guy who's going to be like, I want revenge. No, he's going to be the guy who says, yo, these people are corrupt. And if we're going to save this country, they must be criminally charged. Right. Joshua, I, I have a question. How many and what departments would you abolish? Oh, we, <laughs> we don't have it level. Hold on. There's, hold not on enough, wait. there's not enough time on the show. No, right? no. It's easier to ask which departments. <laughs> which would ones you would you leave? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, which ones would you leave? Not, I can't even think of any right now. I know that we're going after the ATF first. I, I, I believe 100%. And Vivek talked a lot about sure. this, that uh, you what? can't actually, the president doesn't actually have the power to go in and abolish some of these things like on his own no but you you Vivek mentioned like mass you, layoffs it's it's not about layoffs it's about organizational the rfi as well where you can transfer right out and you, stuff like that yeah. it's like when you when you when you're a boss at a company and you know you can't fire someone so you put them in the janitor's closet right. and hope they quit my goal is to get rid of everybody at the atf and then uh level level the atf building and turn it into a dog park mm. i'd auction off all the uh, leftover ATF equipment. No, 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 no. So I, can, I, I absolutely. So that we can, we can pay, uh, that we can pay reparations to people who had to unconstitutionally buy NFA tax I, stamps. I am, I am, uh, I am offended by this notion. I reject this notion. The ATF building should be turned into large gun super malls. That would be good there too. Go. Yes, and that's, a, that's a, we can do, we can do both <laughs> with the different buildings, but I think in honor Ooh, of all the dogs so murdered. You know, I know so. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah. I, I have, I have a friendly relationship with the people at Brownells and I wonder if they want a, no, a new location in Washington, D.C. In Martinsburg. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there Absolutely. you go. Apparently they're up there too. Absolutely. No, I, I, I can't think of many. I can't think of an agency that I'd, like that I'd keep. Keep right now. No. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm like, I had a, gotta be one. I had a really good conversation with with Austin DOJ. Peterson the we other day. We do have to keep the DOJ, I think. We have to keep the DOJ. Well, I, I had a good conversation about DOJ. the CIA. I know, but maybe, maybe the Department of Transportation? Mm. Like, well, Department of Energy is the one I'm thinking of. Cars. Well, cars yeah, all but the if, states if, can if, do that. But what, if we're trying to manage interstate rail and, and freight and stuff, it, it might, might make sense. I mean, I'm not saying it does to have some kind of organizing body for, so it's easier for California to adjudicate, you know, between other states if like Wyoming has got an issue and then, I, I guess the courts could handle that. Well, I, I definitely. Know. I, I know the IRS is gone right away. I oh yeah, first one out the door. <laughs> and and I would like to abolish the income tax entirely. That includes estate tax, payroll tax, and <laughs> capital gains tax. How do people not vote for this? And then I and then I want to institute what's user fees, which you know, is what the federal government always should have been. User fees. User fees. Yeah. Yeah. How does that if work? You, if you use if listen, if you're an American paying the federal government, and you don't need anything from the federal government. There's no reason you should be paying the federal government. Period. Plain and simple. So, like, what if you want to drive on an interstate highway toll? So, if there, yeah, if there's a fed, yeah, maybe, maybe we go to some kind of toll system too. But there's already a lot of toll booths for a lot of different interstates around the country. But user fees, and and there's, it would be a while. There's already a gas tax. Like, there's yeah. People forget that there, there the tax so in your many gas. Taxes. There's a federal tax in every gallon of gas that is yes. sold. And the reason that there's a federal tax, the what sold people on it was the highway. tax is going to be yes. used to pay for the highways. Right. So you've got the federal government taxing. Every gallon of gas, they have plenty of money. But that, that's to all take going care to pet, of the that's one of pet projects, though. That's not going to that's I not know, going to the city. But that's the problem is that all these bills are porked with or porked packed with pork, and 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 they're paying for pet projects. I mean, it comes out of social security, it comes out of the gas tax, it comes but out. The, of But the point is, we don't need to no. have an income tax for a lot of the things that people think we need the income tax for. And also, we are on we are 
our government works with a mon- modern monetary policy basic theory. So they don't really care about collecting taxes to pay for anything. If they want something, they print the money to, pay, to make it, awesome. and then they just collect taxes to reduce inflation. Just really quickly to add your point, and uh, I don't know how many people watching know this, but prior to the National Tax Act and even the 16th Amendment, there was uh, there there was still a, a government that operated before they stole well, your money from that's your, not true. straight from your paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. And that's then, just a story they tell kids to scare. You them. know, if you want national defense or whatever, I mean, listen. Any patriotic American that likes their national defense system, if you told them we're not going to take your payroll taxes anymore, but would you be willing to voluntarily crowdfund our national military with ten bucks a month? I guarantee you there's a, a millions of people that are going to pay for that every. Single I got a, I got an idea. We talked about this with a vague. Um, if you want to vote, you have to sign up for the draft. That's uh, there's a lot of theories like that. Sign up for the draft. There's also uh, if you want to vote, you should be a property owner, a landowner. I don't know if you've heard that one floating around. Yeah, the, the I don't agree with that because uh, we're 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 in an era of renting, which sure. didn't exist back in the day. It yeah. made sense back in the day. It's like, hey, if you live here, you can vote on what we're doing. Right. But if you don't live here, why are you voting on what right. we're doing? You don't live here. Now it's like, well, I do live here. I rent a room upstairs. I'm somebody. anti-draft, so I don't think that I'm, conscription is a good. So thing. Let, me, let me ask you though, if uh, Let's say that the the uh, uh, all these apartments are abolished. You get elected president. You walk in. You you start signing executive executive orders so fast. Your your right arm is just massive and, and ripped. And we're going to yeah. And you've signed like ten thousand documents. You're drenched in sweat. The rest <laughs> of your body is disheveled and falling you apart. Like Joe Joe Biden at a normal speaking. Yes, with after your left all that, arm you're signing with after your all right. of that, a utopia, a libertarian utopia exists, yeah. and then. China invades California sure. with a massive force of 300,000 troops and they start just gunning down and massacring people. And at that point, do you say we need a draft? We need to get people to come and fight? No. So so I wouldn't listen. If I got if you people were wild enough to actually put me in the White House. OK, let's say that first. <laughs> OK, as a libertarian, if, if you guys are crazy enough to put me in the White House right now, I appreciate it. I'm gonna do all the work I possibly can to make sure that, that people have more freedoms every day. I'm not in any place to immediately cut the military. That's just crazy. Bringing troops home, stopping wars abroad, closing down some bases that we don't need around the world. I think that's an important step. And then a more aggressive mental health care policy for our vets that are coming home from abroad that are need to reintegrate in with their wives and families and stuff because we haven't taken care of our veterans in this country at all. At all. I am a veteran. Um, but it's not like I'm going to come in on day one and be like, that's it. All military's done. You're all going home. You I'm just saying I mean? in, in yeah. the hypothetical scenario, you're talking about States, an anarchist the, society. It, no, I'm just saying in, in the hypothetical, hypothetical scenario that the United States is directly invaded and we have multiple forces storming our beaches and taking over our cities. You still oppose conscription? Uh, yes, I would. I would oppose conscription. And in fact, I think that I think that our, uh, you know, our citizens are going to do what the military would do on their own for their own home. You think they volunteer. I think I think they're going to take up arms. I mean, we have more guns here in the United States. That's why no one's ever really invaded the United States. There's more guns here. Yeah, but also the United States is real damn big to invade. Yeah, it's like, hard. You, you look at you look at like invade. crossing the mountains would be insane. It'd be harder I than mean, Afghanistan for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, no it's, it's it's just like like I was saying earlier, like getting through the mountain ranges in the west coast like people talk about oh well you know china invading blah 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 shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs so optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. sign up for your free 60-day trial now at shipstation.com and use the code pod 
That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. The Rockies will shut down in advance. Oh, like hands down. nothing. Appalachia. The, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, Appalachia would too. I mean, like the U.S. has... has Could you imagine really yeah, defendable the Great Lakes too? The Great Russia Lakes. or big. China invading... And they're trying to move westward through Appalachia. And there's I a mean, bunch of they're done right, right wing nut jobs <laughs> with, with the Barrett M eighty two is up on a mountain, yes. just like, the picking problem. them off one by one. If you don't, sure. well, I don't know if you would need to institute a draft to defend. But if if there's no military command overseeing the logistics, then sure. it would just be disparate factions. I don't of people. think I don't think we're going to get literally rid of, the best option yes. if you're trying to defend. I will That's say, exactly what the Taliban. Yeah, how do they we, don't have a yeah. centralized yes. thing the to the defend. Taliban got whipped around for t- two decades. The where and they took over in two yeah, seconds you're not ta- okay so like you're not talking about individual engagements individual engagements the taliban lose individual engagements the vietnamese lost but because of the policy p- goal that the governments had they were unattainable so even the individual f- battles and engagements they lose they're never going to achieve the policy goals which is why rifles and a determined enemy will always always beat an yes. invading army and but i will say to, yeah. to look up the afghanistan papers if you haven't i'm sure your crowd already knows about that but the government knew knew that that was an unwinnable war in yeah. afghanistan 100 even at the very beginning but the, there's, the, there's, what they there's, had to do to defend was the, the taliban was living in caves and the vietnamese were living underground literally in tunnels for matter. 10 years they lived in ma- tunnels and what, what, right? so what do you think people in appalachia are going to do that yeah they would prefer that having the marines what's the option it's our backyard the option is you draft your neighbors and you get organized with the military. It's an invasion. I'm not forcing anybody listen, to fight a war. There's Ian, a defensive war. I mean, what, that's what the draft people is People are going to fight it anyways here in Ian, the United if, States. If, if they no invade doubt. and they take a beachhead and they take land, they're all the, the federal government is already strapped. If, 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 a, if a, a foreign government, a foreign military actually manages to establish a beachhead and, and have the beginning of an infrastructure to take mainland United States, the amount, like the government has to be in shambles by then anyways. Let, let me ask, for that to even become a I, possibility. I, I disagree. You don't think the federal government... Southern border. Southern... No, well, that's not a, that's not a, that's, that's not, by design. I'm not, that's not I'm landing not, craft. I'm, not I'm saying, talking about landing craft. I'm talking I'm not about big army that invasion. It is a beachhead. I'm saying the federal government is incapable of dealing with, perhaps it is by it's design, by design yeah. but I, I, I don't think, I think people overestimate the, the, the capabilities of the United States. I, I, I absolutely do. They, there are people who have been saying over and over again for years, the federal government won't allow this. They won't allow that. It's like, how many, how many federal law enforcement officers and, and how, how many people are you think are in the military? The, you, the military is somewhere around. I'll the tell area. you this. If I was a tyrant, and I was running this country as a tyrant and I wanted to weaken this country to make it submit. One of the things I would do is I would send all of my troops to over 200 bases around the country. With and, the world? Within the world, yeah. 200 bases around the world and make it very easy to invade this country. Do you think if we started bringing our troops home, you'd be as worried about us having a war here in the United States? I'd be or? less worried if our troops were at home. Yes, Absolutely, one hundred percent. So, bringing them home is is the important and good and righteous thing. In my but then, the, there is the argument of staging offensive operations to prevent an attack. The United States. I just I just want to stress. I really love the idea of imagining what would it be like if a foreign invader came to Appalachia. I do it all the time. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun to imagine oh, because yeah. when you go up to, to there's, like there's various mountains over here. Yeah. And we know all the people who live on these mountains, and they are they they, they lovingly call themselves right wing nut jobs. Yes. 
<laughs> and then they have like guns everywhere. And I'm just saying there'll be a guy up on a mountain with his Barrett and he's going to be like, just waiting. And it's like, do you want to, no one's coming. It's like, well, I yeah, want to be here in case they do. I think <laughs> the like, age of ground invasion <laughs> is kind of not really over, but like World War II, they had to drop nukes on Japan because they knew a ground invasion of the of the island would have been a million dead Americans. Like you can't fight an entrenched force. No. It'd be insane for them to send yeah. ground invasion in the United States. It'd be all be drone warfare. Right? It would. Like it would drone swarms. So, and stuff. so here's the first thing you get: you'd get cyber attacks, which would cut off your infrastructure. You'd lose. You'd lose gasoline, oil, electricity goes out. Then you'll get strategic drone strikes. After the infrastructure is just ripped to shreds. Then you get the ground forces coming in to secure the the, the the territory. You cannot occupy a street corner with a drone. Yeah. So after they decimate any kind of infrastructure, I mean, really, people need to consider what it means if our oil uh, pipelines get shut down. That's another thing people don't realize. that There's only a handful of places that actually refine oil. So like Jersey, right outside of New York City, uh, New Orleans, and I believe in LA, those are the three places that... You can import oil into the U.S. And if I understand correctly, and I could be wrong, but if I understand correctly, that's it. You take those, you take out those cities or those refineries, and the U.S. oil production, I believe, comes to comes close to a standstill. Is significantly Rachel, hurt. Rachel Maddow had that famous line where she's like, "Russia could shut off your electricity in the winter with a cyber attack." It's like, well, what they'd probably do is they'd probably just uh, destroy the the North Dakota frac fields. Yeah large amounts of energy produced in these areas fossil fuels they'd shut that down they'd have to come through canada to get there no they wouldn't they'd go on their computer in russia oh. and type a few lines of code and hit enter and it goes down now that is whether or not you believe that uh, uh we have defensive capabilities in our infrastructure right. 10 years ago we did not we were running industrial control systems from the 70s and of course i, I guess the prevailing theory or one of them was that every major world power had already gained a death grip on the cyber infrastructure of every other country. And at any minute, mutually assured destruction at that point was we press enter and your electricity goes out and it's not coming back. And then the response was, yeah, we'll do the same to you because we have off network machines that are capable of shutting you down. Mutually assured destruction, everyone thinks is nukes flying. At this point, it's a guy pressing enter. And look at look at Stuxnet. Remember that? Yeah, that was 10 years ago. Iranian amazing yeah. they were like release the virus and let it go into the wild and eventually find its way to the iranian centrifuges and blow them up they don't even need to do anything on u.s soil whether cyber attack or invasion canals the suez and panama we're already seeing oh, the impacts right. of the panama backup imagine like we rely on all of our products all of our lives are through china so what if they stop all transportation coming from that way you know so i'm not even worried about the u.s people you know, it's people, a really good argument for making more things in America, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah, but people really don't understand and haven't taken into consideration what would happen during a war. And we have not even ever scratched the surface on what would happen. You know, we were talking about civil war the other night and uh, I forgot who the guest was. They said peaceful divorce, which I said is absolutely National impossible. Divorce. Yeah. National divorce. Impossible. Yeah. But peaceful divorce. It's like a peaceful, impossible yeah. because of resource war. Because North Dakota is producing energy, because uh, California is reliant on the Colorado River, it flows through Nevada, Nevada could shut it down, Arizona could shut it down, Colorado could shut it down, and then everyone downstream is pulling out guns. A lot of Chinese were shutting down a river that was going into uh, India. That was a big, that's a big tension spot between the two countries. As a national divorce supporter, I, 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 I also agree with you. I don't think that it would be completely peaceful, but who is going to be the unpeaceful one in that situation? What, what do you mean who? China in, in a national divorce. But, but what, do you, what do you mean who? Like the federal government will tell the states they can't leave. Right? That, but it's not about states. It's, it's not about states leaving. 
the the idea that civil war is 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 I say this fifty billion times <laughs> is going to follow the track of eighteen sixty one is an absurd notion. Sure. It, it, like one time this thing happened and now everyone's like that's how all civil wars will always be right. no more likely what will happen is uh arizona will say we need to build a a, a reservoir because of the drought impacts we've been having so we're going to begin construction nevada then says if you do this you will cut off our water supply for 16 months and we will die and they'll say if we don't do this we will die and then nevada says you are not cutting our water off and then arizona says try us there you go. The question is whether or not the federal government can be stretched so thin. People under people overestimate the power of the U.S. Uh, of U.S. federal law enforcement and of the military. If we are engaged in conflict uh, on our border or internationally, and we and we actively are with U.S. troops being sent to Europe, and confidence is lost in the federal government for a variety of reasons. All that needs to happen is not that a state secedes. But that a state has a problem that cannot be adjudicated properly, and there is no federal law enforcement to come and prevent violence from erupting. I don't know if that can happen or when it could happen or whatever. I'm saying in the event that a national divorce happens, it doesn't have to be that Nevada files a declaration of secession. It can be that Nevada just says, guys, we're not we're losing water. And the Biden administration has not responded to us. They've told us they're strapped and they can't send law enforcement. We're on our own now. And then you get state, you get interstate conflict. I've, I'm wondering from your perspective, Josh, like, the thing I have, the issue I have with libertarianism, I feel like it doesn't jive with the presidency because it's such an authoritarian role. Like sure. you're the military commander. You've, you're supposed, that's your main job is command the military. So like, how would you handle the military in, in with Taiwan? Or if there wasn't, you said you wouldn't issue a draft. You would just let people like, be on their own? Yeah, I think if you're going to join the military, it should always be on voluntary terms. We should never make anybody a warfighter uh, because we say they have to be a warfighter. I think that, that goes way against the whole uh, entire identity of, of consent. Um, and so, yes, I'm against, I'm definitely against that. Uh, listen, I, I, I don't know. I, I know that since the, what, the Nixon era with the Taiwan and China thing, we've kind of had this double fail safe where we're like, China, don't mess with Taiwan. We may go to war with you. And then with Taiwan, it was kind of like, Listen, Taiwan, don't mess with China. We may not protect you. And it's worked since then. Um, but now, obviously, it's not. And I think it's it's such a weird thing because we have, you know, we have a, a government that's saying Russia's not allowed to um, uh, take a rogue province from Ukraine. But on the other hand, uh, China's not allowed to take, I guess I'm mixing that up. They're, they're not allowed to have their rogue, rogue province in, in Taiwan. Right. And, uh, Ukraine is, has to let theirs, uh, has to get theirs back or whatever, you know, even though they're mostly ethnic Russians living there. And, uh, so I, I, I just, I'm not going to like go and play, you know, civil war around the country with our military. It's not worked out for us. It's not worked out in the middle East. Um, that for decades and decades and decades, I think it's just it's 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 bad. I mean, just I wanna, to defend yeah. against an invasion, not defend against. War. Yeah, and that's and I'm not I'm not at all against national defense. I think we we have a much better chance of defending against an invasion if we have our troops at home because no, you know, nobody's trying to come here and attack us since since 1930s, right? I mean, it, Pearl Harbor 40s, uh, and it's. And that's still technically very, very far away. Yeah. Hawaii is very far. Yeah. It, was, it was a military operation. Yeah, it's far away. And it's like it, when we're talking about Taiwan, Taiwan is 7,000 miles away from here. It's only nine, what, 90 miles from China. 
You know what I mean? If we go and have this this theater in the, over there by Taiwan, we're going to lose an aircraft carrier, maybe. And what's going to happen? What's Joe Biden going to do if we lose an aircraft carrier? I mean, it, it's going to get real ugly real quick. It feels I want to so much like Ukraine. Like it's just a, a, a little piece of land that's version. right next yes. to their country yes. that yeah. we have control of. It's like, dude, what? Let's jump to this story from NBC News. Secretaries of state get ready for possible challenges to Trump's ballot access. Arizona Secretary of State is the latest to say his office is grappling with the potential effects of a move to block Trump from the ballot. Okay, you got Arizona, you got New Hampshire, you've got Florida, and it's going to keep happening. My friends, if in October of 2024, they announce at least one state, Donald Trump's name has been removed for he is an insurrectionist under the 14th Amendment. Do not be surprised. They've indicted him. They've indicted his lawyers. This is not above them. I think at that point... Things get bad. But Tucker Carlson was saying that they're not going to let Trump win. They won't do COVID. They'll start war with Russia, which we're already in, but they'll formally declare. Do you think they would be beyond that? It is that it is beyond them to do this. These Democrats, what they're doing now in Arizona is they're going, oh, gee, golly, it's such a hard question. I mean, we want to be fair, but Donald Trump did an insurrection. Guess we got to remove his name. And they're talking about taking his name off the primary. Yes. Yeah. This is why I think all the Republicans should drop out because Trump is the clear front runner. And if Arizona or New Hampshire or Florida takes his name off the primary ballot and this results in, say, Vivek or DeSantis winning, neither of them will win in the general no. and it will cause a major rupture and split f- giving the, the election to Joe Biden. Maybe. But Chuck Todd loves Vivek. I, I watched that interview. Do you guys see those guys? Chuck like really respects that guy. I think he's like. Chuck is terrified of Trump and annoyed with Trump and is like, yo, this guy's actually smart and is has a plan and he's interesting to listen to. I uh, I don't I don't get the feeling that people uh, that would be considered mainstream are giving Vivek any serious respect. They're at claiming all. that last he weekend, said 9-11 he was, was an inside job. Yeah, last weekend, he was on Chuck Todd. It was pretty cool. Uh, Chuck, and, at and, first, he was a little confrontational, like combative, and then Chuck started to soften up and you can tell he's got a lot so, of respect for him. I think so that, what do you what do you think about uh, Trump having his name removed from the ballot? I think there it's definitely not be above the Democrats to try and do that. And, and listen, beneath, it, beneath, yes, sorry. And and, <laughs> and trust me, as my fault, as someone that. who's had to go around the country and fight for ballot access for our candidates for the last six years, I mean, it sucks. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's beneath the, the Democrats. What I do think you, they'll definitely do. I think they'll definitely try. What do you think? No what do you think happens if, in the general October, they take Trump's name off of, say, Georgia, Wisconsin, and Arizona? I mean, Trump's uh, Trump's not going to win. But how does this country react? I mean, I think it's going to be violent. Yeah, 100%. I think it's going to get violent. I, you think January 6th will look like a, a cakewalk, I believe. What is a cakewalk? It's it was a game. <laughs> it was a game we used to play in elementary school where you is? would win cakes. Yes, absolutely. Really? Yeah, it was a game we used to play in the uh, in. The, I don't remember how we played it, it with but blindfolds. Was, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember, but I know that it was a, a game where you won cakes. People brought cakes and then you played this game. And oh, wow. I don't even cakes. think violence like that's necessarily the first uh thing that'll happen i think if just people just start doing massive occupations of places like that's gonna be the scary thing you're yes. just gonna see thousands of souls not even necessarily violent or angry oh, just yeah. occupying places yeah i think know? i think it's, it'll be uh, i think it'll be really ugly it started as uh get togethers on uh slave plantations uh where people would have dance contests to win cake oh cool oh. We played it. In, we played it in school when I was a kid. Oops. Not, you can't do it now Oops. because the school is going to say it's got slave connotations. The reason I, I brought up uh, Chuck Todd seeming to enjoy Vivek is because I think this is 
this is understood. They're going to remove Trump from the ballot. They're going to stop. I mean, Trump's and they're going to try. They've already decided he's not going to be the president. We have a deep state. Get it through your head. And they're trying to soften Vivek on the people right now so that they're not so upset and they have someone to vote. I don't trust. I don't trust. I don't trust. But they they just want them to vote for him. They just want him to suck it up and vote for him. I think he's listen. I think that uh, first of all, I've called Vivek out on Twitter a million times for a debate. If you're watching this, I'd love to debate you anytime. But I know that you'll get kicked out of the uh, the primary debates if you do that. I understand. Is that a rule or something? Apparently, I did not know this, but I been i've been challenging him to, to a debate for a while he said some things in the in the, de- the debates that i ha- take issue with and i'd like to talk to him at least just talk to him on my show about it and uh and uh someone actually posted the rnc's rules that says uh if you uh if any candidate takes place uh takes part in any of the unsanctioned debates around the country they will be immediately oh, removed what if you guys wow. are just here having a conversation yeah that would be different and i'd be it's, okay it's, with it's that. not a debate right yeah totally a long form panel i'd be down with but that. i don't think vivek will do it because i, I, I so mentioned either. him talking with dave smith and he was more like well. oh yeah he was like i'm only gonna go for the real candidates trump yeah well you're not gonna he's not even gonna get within 10 feet of trump that's the trump thing. doesn't want to debate. and i said that i said you know i'm likely to be on the ballot as a, as what if a he's libertarian VP? well yeah i guess that would right. change things and 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 i said that the 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 republican debate the primary debate was just a vp interview that's really what it was i think vivek's great yeah um i don't i don't think he's perfect I don't I don't think any politician is out there with like their actual diary, you know, broadcasting their thoughts. A lot of what they say is well-crafted planning. You know, you go to someone like Vivek and he runs a biotech firm and you say, what's your position on Aleppo? He's going to be like, to be completely honest, I haven't thought I don't I don't know enough about it. I haven't thought enough about it. And I'd be it'd be difficult for me to give you an answer. Vivek is the kind of guy who would say something like that on the spot, but go research it research it and then come back and give you a general cursory response so what that means to me is when you ask him on these debate stages like how do you feel about medicare and medicaid he'll give you an answer but it's like not it's not like his specialty right so he's giving you the political response but uh just from meeting the guy we've had him on irl twice once with me once with seamus and we've had him on the culture war i mean it feels like you're talking to a real person yeah It, Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't like we've had politicians and i i cringe without naming anybody you have the politicians on the show that are playing the politician game, and it is so annoying. Yeah. It's like, dude, don't come on this show if you're not going to be definitive on your positions <laughs> and your answers. No, Vivek outright was like, he's just like chilling. Yeah. And I'm like, what about service guaranteeing citizenship? And he's like, yeah. And then we, we talked about the idea that if you want to vote in this country, after you, male or female, sign up for the selective service, you get a voter ID card. Right. And that's it. I, I really like that idea. Uh, you I don't know, think it's perfect, but I like the idea. I, I like the idea as well. I don't think that uh, I don't think that limiting voting is a, is a winning argument. I don't think that there's an appetite in the United States for it. You don't so want to abolish the 19th Amendment? I didn't say that. I know there, there's a, there's a, <laughs> so yes. I, there is a difference between what I want yeah. and what I think <laughs> there is an appetite for in the United That's States. True. There's a significant <laughs> difference. Your no, ideals look, 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 aren't look, necessarily look. Yeah. your platform. Phil, Phil, so. Phil, it's, I got a plan for you guys. <laughs> Really, really simple. Let me hear it. It is called the Omnibus Bill. Oh, and what you do is you write a single sentence. Uh, or you, you write a sentence that says, citizens of the United States may only vote with a voter ID received after registering for the Selective Service, irrespective of 
biological sex. And then you just slide it right in the middle of those 6,000 pages and watch them sign oh, it. I mean, goodness. problem solved. You you have a point. <laughs> no, but again, no one's going to read it. I don't, I don't, I don't support, uh, I don't think that that's a, a good way to, to pass it either. I would love to see, you know, a return to the idea that there are things that are acceptable for the federal government to legislate and there are things that are not. And it, most things fall under the not category. And that's essentially the goal of limiting people's vote, right? Or, or the idea. The idea is there are things that people are voting on that they're voting, you know, in ways that harm the country and stuff. So like, I get it that are people are like, oh, we want to, we would like to limit the, the damage that's possible by the whims of people voting, because essentially mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about. People are, people vote on whims um, with emotions. And I understand, but I don't think that that's something that the right should really try to seriously engage in because I think that it is a total loser. Yeah, I agree. Just it's a, such a know. shutdown of morale. Like 90 million people will be like, what the hell are you yeah. talking even, about? Even Strip the, people of their I, voting I, I, rights. I, I, the, I same people, the same people that'll say, oh, this is a terrible idea and blah, blah, blah. Those are the same people that will never read a goddamn exactly. book to vote. Like they will go and they will vote the most for the most idiotic reasons they'll vote because they like the guy's smile or they like you know she's whatever they'll vote for the absolute most awful awful reasons but then they'll sit there and be like no I need to have my vote counted because you know I gotta vote for the guy with the nicest smile because I can't be bothered well, that to happens think. That all happens the time already. which is the why like, that's the whole reason yeah. to say you should limit votes yeah I think after the TV was invented like a, there's a Big shift in presidential candidates yes. became yep. drastically more attractive. Well, that's the famous story that Nixon on radio, they said he won, and on TV, they said he lost. Because yeah. on TV, he was sweaty and oh, clammy. That interview is worth, that debate is awesome. He was so sweaty, and Kennedy came in so cool. And it's same thing with Clinton. In Clinton's first debate, he looked like a like a moron. And then he must have had somebody be like, look, this is where you messed up, this is where you messed up, this is where you messed up. And he, he examined it in his second debate, dominated you know why, George you, Bush. You know why Trump crushes it in the debates? Because he's he's not giving you that canned political garbage. Sure. Because we're, people are so tired and sick of oh, Deepwater Horizon as an oil spill, oil spill, and the executive comes out and goes, "We're sorry. We work really hard, and with your help and assistance, we will clean." It. Oh, shut up. Yeah. We know the moment you went back, you're sweating, and you're like, "How much is my bonus going down?" <laughs> and then Donald Trump goes on stage and just interrupts and just says whatever, and it's like. Well, there you go. I agree. I, I agree 100%. I, I, I definitely sympathize more with somebody who feels like a normal person than a canned response. And, you know, that's my campaign's a blue collar working class campaign who's trying to appeal to the middle class. So I, I get it 100%. I like the fact that he's 6'3 and 215. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's, that's, that's really tr- definitely true. <laughs> yeah. Very true. We got to jump to this story, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sad, it's a sad story. A sad story from the Daily Mail. Mitch McConnell freezes again. Republican Senator 81 sparks health concerns by suddenly stopping for 30 seconds. I'm going to play for you uh, this video, and it's very strange. And uh, let's make sure we have the, uh, the audio. Senator, you're up for election. Check this out. Short years. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sorry, I had a hard time hearing you. That's okay. What are your thoughts on running for re-election in 2026? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. <laughs> That's uh... He's gone. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? No, he's not gone. He answered. Yes. He went, yes. The response. That was a quick response. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Keep playing it. This just gets crazier. Go ahead, I'm sorry. 
He's not incapacitated. I think they're trying to move him. Yeah. He's, look at his hands on the podium. Yeah, he's he, holding on. He's gripping. Because he's going to fall over. Okay. Yeah. Look how hard he's holding on to the podium. He's, he's trying not to collapse. For sure. Somebody else have a question? Please speak up. This guy's stroking out. It wasn't a stroke. Look at, it, look at him oh, holding yeah. on. Uh, he's about to fall. Look at him And she's wobbling. holding his back. She can't so get his arm sad. off the podium. Yeah. It's terrible. The moving his head around and he's looking. It's not a stroke. That's not what a stroke I, looks like. He's he's. I think his blood pressure may be dropping. He may be about to pass out. Where's yeah. anybody trying to help him? Oh. I'd be so Somebody concerned if I was standing there. Dude, he's, he's fried. Yeah, he's out. He's out of there. Why would they leave him there? Because they, they don't want to show the camera that he's sick. I don't, it's so the, the craziest point is this. When she's, right, I'm sorry. Look, look, look. the question, Senator. Running for re-election in 2026? Okay. Yes. But it doesn't answer it. I know. Just yes. Yeah. Like, whoa. And then his hands holding on for dear life. He was holding himself up. He's, yeah. He looks like he has full-blown dementia to me. I, and I, and I, yep. I worked in skilled nursing homes for a decade. And that's what it looks like. It's the same thing Joe Biden does. He does the same crap. Right. He's sundowning. It's, he's like oh, and probably the, the, sundowning. The, the, the uh, bursts of, of rage yes. that Joe Biden does. And the ice cream. Right. The yeah. ice cream, man. We used to give patients ice cream when, when they started having their sundowning moment towards the evening. Give them ice cream and they'd forget all about it. Mm -hmm. And so I see the guy with the ice cream and I'm like, he's sundowning, man. He's, yeah. he's got yeah, dementia. Yeah. He's sundowning. There's no so, doubt. So there was that famous video where Joe Biden snaps at the reporter or whatever who asks about, I forgot what the issue oh, was. Yeah. And he's like, Job, ah! jobs. It was jobs, 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 jobs. He's just yelling. Yeah. And it's uh, what I was told is people who are suffering from dementia know they can't know. Like, they're cognizant of the failing. A question was asked of me and I can't put it together and it's frustrating right. being yeah. unable. And so they get really angry and just go, and they have these outbursts. Sometimes violently. Right. Yeah. They get really angry. This is the weakest I've ever seen a politician in the United States. Have you seen Feinstein? Yeah, they're no, all. They're no, all she's like this. in a wheelchair, like yeah. oh, she's wow. barely alive. Yeah, yeah, she's like they're carting her around. She gave power of attorney to her daughter, and she's just being wheeled around. And they're they're like, now that you're back, are you gonna vote? She's like, I never left. It's like, ma'am, you've been gone for a long time. I will say that uh, I've seen a lot more politicians looking bad. Yeah, over the last couple of years than I've ever seen the old in COVID? my entire life. Uh, or you know maybe their adrenochrome supply ran out. I wonder if COVID <laughs> COVID messed people up. The old guard doesn't want to let go of power. The yeah. old guy. I don't know if this is like this. I'm like I'm younger here. I don't know if like in the 80s and 70s we saw something similar of these older politicians that wouldn't let go. I never saw that. Not, they didn't remember. give public speeches like this. Yeah. Well, like, what would the founding fathers have us do? Ah, uh, I don't know. You know, I think the issue is Mitch old McConnell. Younger is just uh, he, he, he's he's waiting for the Genesis device to be repaired in the basement of the Capitol <laughs> building to rejuvenate him back to a youthful 20 I think where he'll then masquerade as an intern. Like, what a loser to, to think that this is what the most important thing in his life. What, what, do, you, what do you mean by what? Are the, what what, what do would they do if they had a guy with dementia in Congress? Like, yeah. Go home, man. Go home. Would they grab him and pull him out of there and be like, you're not allowed back in? I don't imagine. No, that's, that's not true. There's there's, yeah, there's, there was a bunch of politicians there's, who were whacked out. There, there was like a Supreme Court justice who was out of yeah. his mind. Fetter, and there's, there's also, there's methods. <laughs> like, if, if you want to know, all you got to do is look in the Constitution. Like, there are methods to take people, to remove people from office. They have yeah. impeachment and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. all, like, 
there's a lot of times where like people are like, oh, well, what would they do? It's like all of the questions can be answered by reading the Constitution. So if someone if, gets dementia, you impeach them? Well, you, you could either read the answers the, yeah. in there. For the Recall. president was 25th, 25th Amendment or something like that. But there's there's recalls. There's there's a way to do it. I don't know if it's it might not technically be an impeachment because I think that's actually the trial to remove them from office. So there might be other methods. Impeachment is the indictment. Yeah. OK, yeah. so the, so it, it probably wouldn't be called an impeachment. But it'd be some there are definitely methods to get people that are in that are incapacitated or cannot fulfill the office. There are methods that the founders had to take them out of office it's just that there needs to be an appetite for it among the population and among the, the people that are actually in power that means people have to get in touch with their congress people and their senators and be like hey or whatever or if it's just congress it might be maybe it's just a congressperson or whatever but you didn't get in touch with them and be like hey this is a problem for me i'm a constituent and i and this is a problem for me so until people actually act nothing will happen i will say that correlation is not causation but i have seen a lot more uh politicians like this since the demise of jeffrey epstein for sure so could be an adrenochrome yeah, thing like stress, <laughs> stress now that now that epstein Island shut Jesus down Christ mitch is yes. like all of all of them i mean we, we're watching policy politicians do stuff like this on a daily basis i'm like you know so, they, they know it's not now now hold know. on there a minute you realize media matters are going to take what you just said seriously that's okay and then it's going to be in the independent and the daily listen Beast. i want to be i want to be very clear about my presidential campaign this is we're running a very serious campaign <laughs> but i'm i'm the first libertarian that's going to tell you as a as a candidate for libertarian president that i am not going to win the presidency okay i'm, I'm not under any illusion they're going to let us in the white house we want five percent to change the political landscape what in america it, what does it do it gives us national major party status it, it will include us in the debates in the next election it, it, nice. it makes us have it makes the federal government have to do all the same things for the republicans and democrats for the libertarians as well and then you run like a superstar yeah and then, then we run a superstar they get in the debates you know we then we start we start being a, a party that someone can trust so i'm not going to come out here and lie to everybody and be like whoa any any libertarian candidate telling you he's going to win the presidency this year is a liar or suffering from delusions of grandeur i mean we're we're my goal is five percent change the political landscape for the rest of eternity in the united states make another a national political party then you have a a a uh, candidate that's actually circling the waters, making these people have to start um, uh, uh, governing like they campaign. Mm. Everything's different after that. Everything. What's forever. the difference between running a third party and running independent? Uh, third. So third. So we fought for ballot access as libertarians already. We're, we're going to get on the ballot um, and our party will have will be on the ballot at least 40 some states. Um, we may not get all 50 this year because we don't have the money. But the fact that there's already it, it's just how, a, how another money does it cost? Uh, so it just depends. There's some states that are really bad, like uh, Tennessee needs like 200,000 signatures wow. to get on the ballot. We've been fighting Tennessee ballot access laws for ever since I've been in the party since like 2010. Um, New York is very hard. Uh, Alabama has been very hard. Uh, some states we have it already and it's easy. And some states we get it by running sm uh, smaller down ballot candidates that get a certain percentage and we've gotten it that way. So, so you need signatures, not necessarily money? Signatures and or money, yeah. Oh, or Both. money, or it's one or the yeah, other? Some, some states what? are like that. Some states are just signatures. What about taking over a state? Uh, New Hampshire is, has been right. working on that for a long time. And I think it's, I think it's a, I, I love the free state project. I think those guys have done a lot of really great stuff there. I don't know. I'm sure Phil would you agree house? in some ways, right? Yeah, I, I think they're, yeah. they're doing great things. Yeah. I endorse the, I endorse the free state project for yeah. sure. I think that's a very smart idea. I talked about doing it in Iowa too. I think that Iowa is a very, 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 uh, conservative Liberty loving state too. Um, West Virginia is, but it's gotta be cleaned up. Yes. There's a lot of red tape. We didn't send a single Democrat to Washington from from Iowa. Not one. Wow. Not a single one. You're welcome, America. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like uh, West Virginia is ready to have a big evolution. Yes. Yeah. It's, it was a, it was a it was a Democrat state for a long time. Uh, what was it? Riley Moore. 
We've had him on the show several times. He's the first Republican treasurer. It, it, uh, so it's been smart. Democrat. Yeah, he's fantastic. And he skates. Skateboards. <laughs> nice. We're skating downstairs. Nice. He did a yeah. kickflip. Yeah, super cool. It yeah. would be cool to have some sort of power in the in the state government. I don't care about political power. Uh, you know, it is it is interesting running a show like this and and knowing as many people as I do because it's 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 it's, it's an interesting perspective that I did not have when I was younger when it comes to the idea of like lobbying and how this stuff works. Like quite literally, there are, there are people who are in office that will come on this show and have a conversation with me, and those exchange of ideas can influence laws and other parts. Yeah, it's like forever. it's really it's really that, that simple. Yes. Often, you know, just literally talking to a politician, and they can draft something and they can change things. Yeah. West Virginia has, I think, like one point five or so million people. Maybe it's one point six, maybe it's one point three. I'm not sure. So it actually is substantially easier in a state like West Virginia or even New Hampshire where the population and is smaller. Iowa, Iowa and is I, and smaller and, and, and than Iowa. West Virginia, I believe. Right. It's right, or right around the same. But I, during COVID, I went down to the uh, state house there and lobbied with these guys. I got interviews. I did interviews with Paul, like state legislators. We have uh, great state legislatures. That's why I want to do uh, the Martinsburg Project. Yes. It's like, I'm not going to go for a state. I'm just going to go for like a very small city. County. And, uh, uh, well, it's Berkeley County. Okay. Yeah, and then Martinsburg is the, uh, is the town. But uh, we've got properties in West Virginia, in Jefferson and Berkeley County. So this is the Eastern Panhandle. You've got basically what's happening is uh, what I would describe as a woke incursion. Mm-hmm. This is MAGA country, unquestionably. Right now where we do the studio, we're actually in Maryland. And uh, because we operate out of the tri-state, which is Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia. But we're setting up all of the new studio stuff, all of the new stores. Everything is going to be in West Virginia. It is in, in West Virginia. And... What we're finding is that the locals who are in these towns are getting increasingly frustrated with the people from D.C. who are coming out here and masquerading as MAGA, but secretly trying to implement woke and communist policies and Marxism and stuff like that. We saw it in local schools. The people would run for school board and be like, we want, you know, church and faith and family. And then as soon as they get in, they'd be like, all right, bring in all the weird, you know, porn and everything for the kids. Heretics, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, call them a heretic, but like, it's just they're, they're subversives. They're masquerading as right. you know we we lo- we're locals here and we want to do good. And then what do they do? They have drag shows with with children in West Virginia. So my my thought is like as long as we're here and we're investing, I encourage everybody to come out to uh, Martinsburg, Berkeley County, and what we'll do is effectively the Free City Project, where we yeah. just will help revitalize a small town. Yeah. There's there's legacy families who have businesses there. Their their great grandparents founded and, and passed down to them who have been complaining about how this wokeness keeps creeping in. They're seeing signs everywhere. These events are popping up and they feel like they're losing. I've had city councilmen say they're they're passing these pride resolutions against the wishes of the town. Thousands of people come out and protest, but it doesn't matter Get because they still sneak in and start passing these things and I'm like, then we need to tell them no. Yeah. Yeah. That's the communist playbook, man. I mean, they, right. they've, been, they've, they've been telling us they were going to do these things for years and years and years. It's I mean, decades, generations. Almost like having a centralized place where people go and sign some papers to affect everyone else yeah. is defunct. Right. It's it's just, we have so much respect, uh, the the um, the constitutional republic Republicans. And I don't mean Republican political party. I mean those who believe in the constitutional republic. All Americans States. are Republicans. They are not. We all are of the republic, therefore no. Republican. <laughs> yes, we are. That is incorrect because right. right now in places like Charlestown and in Martinsburg, in, in smaller port, other, other areas in West Virginia, you have multicultural Democrats, people who believe that the system should not be run 
by a constitution, but by the the 50.1% 50, 50. majority. Yeah, and so, and, and, and also, it's not even about democracy in a great deal. It's about we are the better people who, can, who should rule over you. Yes. So they lie to get power, and then they vote for things against the wishes of the public to the consternation and protest, and they don't care. Yeah. And the only way you change it is if you get organized and we have, say, like a free city project and we come I in feel and like we I, say, push back. I interrupted you. You were talking about centralized government in the Republic. And because uh, I think it's a bad I think sending what? people to a, a building somewhere what to go sign to paperwork to affect everybody else. Well, I cut you off and said that we're all Republican because right. we live and in a so Republic. To carry on what I'm talking about, you have Marxists. People who believe in the concept of what they call multicultural democracy. And you have people who believe in constitutional republicanism. The people who are in West Virginia, for the most part, see their city members of the city council. I shouldn't say all of West Virginia. I can only talk about where I'm at. And they passed in Charlestown a pride resolution recognizing Pride Month. Everyone's pissed off. They had a massive uh, uh, protest. All of these people protesting, marching. But how do they protest? They silently pray as they march to the city. But the people on the council don't care. All they care about is getting that political power. So you have all of these people who are really angry about what's going on and they live there, but they respect the idea of the constitutional republic. So they don't do anything out of line. They simply say, well, we better vote next time. What are the Marxists and the multicultural uh, democracists, whatever you want to call them, doing? Saying, just keep lying to right. them because we're smarter than they are. And then we can make change and the cops will do as we it's say. Alinsky tactics, for yep. sure. Mm -hmm. And it's hands they've down. Been, they've been doing this for a long, long time here. It's subversion. They get in. They said, we're going to get into your institutions. We're going to get into your kids' daycares. We're going to get into your health care. We're going to get into your government. And we're going to take it over. That's what they've been telling us they were going to do that. People for, love yeah. to. The, the people especially like centrist people they, they they like to say that the right has been uh chicken littling about socialists and, and leftists and stuff like that um but the evidence is that there are marxists all throughout our society in places uh like edu in places of education you know knowledge creation in schools uh and in the federal government there's a straight up marxist that just won want to see in colorado and he's calling for an actual cultural revolution these are real serious problems in america that have dramatic consequences worldwide because the united states is the last place where there is a significant voice to have a to have government controlled and small. Now, it's not the majority voice still. Currently, both Republicans and Democrats want to have a bigger government than I'm comfortable with. But of all the places on earth, the most people that are looking for a limited government happen to be in the United States. The uh, FBI, well, not originally, but in the 50s, McCarthyism went hard against communists. Not I mean, hard to the enough. point where, yeah, they would blacklist yeah, McCarthy people. McCarthy was right, mostly. Yeah. So you think so? Yes. So would you advocate for us using government, a secret police force to no, no so now it's not a good thing but then it was no, he was right but the tactics were bad yeah the tactics weren't great uh i i think that listen i i you know in my head i take a very hoppa approach to this i think that you know if you want to have a libertarian society you can have no tolerant tolerance at all in your libertarian society for communism i believe what, that is, what does that mean hoppa ha, yeah hans Hermann hoppa is a oh yeah he's a he's a writer who talks a lot about just like no communists allowed. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you know, he, he could take a little further than that. But yeah, he says that, you know, in a, in a, uh, a libertarian society, you cannot you cannot suffer the communists. They have to be physically removed. Like yeah. not even a communist party? Not at all. Because like in Canada, they have a communist party. But they have Canada. It's not a libertarian but anyway, party. My, my, my view has been, uh, I would say maybe like six years ago, my view was 
I believe in free speech. Sure. Even if you're a communist or a fascist or whatever, we must defend free speech. Now my position is, if you believe in free speech, then I will defend your free speech. If you don't believe people should have free right. speech, then I will defend your request to not have free speech and not help you when you get silenced. That's self-defense, my friend. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I'm just giving them what they want. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. if, you know, that libertarian guy being like, I should be allowed to speak. I'll be like, you're right. You should. And someone says, no, he shouldn't. I'll be like, then you shouldn't either. So, I believe everyone should get what they vote for. You know what I mean? So like San Francisco? <laughs> yeah, yes. Republican. You, you see can the video? This video at San Francisco where like the lady. I'm I think, born and raised I, there. I, I think it was yeah. SF. Lady go, parks her car and walks inside. And when she comes out, all of her windows are broken. Yeah. And mm. someone took a dump in the car and oh my gosh, five minutes. everything. Five minutes. You know, who, yeah. you know who turned San Francisco into that, right? Who was it? Gavin Newsom. <laughs> he was the mayor of San Francisco. That When I was a kid, I grew up in Oakland, right across the bridge. One of the greatest big cities in the country. It was so much fun to hang out. It was pretty safe. It, it was not what it is today. Gavin Newsom is the one who made it actually really legitimately a shitty city because they have poo maps, right? That you can yeah. see all the poops. Oh. He's and the a one poo department. That, and a poo department. He's wow. the one that did that. And instead of, you know, the the state going, hey, this guy is horrible, absolutely terrible. We got to get rid of him. They made him the governor. You know, what I, you know what I love about San Francisco when I was there? It's uh, it's five bucks to come in to San Francisco and it's free to leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and but you know why they do that? Yeah. It's because they want you to leave. And they want to make sure people who are poor and low income have a harder time right. getting in. It's a, it's just a, it's a pressure system. A lot of good skating there, though. Was that a lot of good skating there, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A lot of good yeah. hills. Yeah. So how would you deal with the communist uh, revolution that we're sensing? Like, if not McCarthyism and the blacklisting of people that are involved? In- yeah. Well, what do you do? Do you round them up? I, I don't think I don't think we can do that as Americans. I think that I think that we we need to fight the culture war. It's I'm real. sure that we can't do that as Americans. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I guess I should have said that. Yeah, I don't think we I, we definitely can't do that as Americans. But I do believe that we can win the culture war by you fighting know, in the culture war. But you saw that uh, sure. uh, Josie, uh, redheaded libertarian, had that post a long time ago talking about the 1964 Civil Rights Act explicitly states that communists are not human. Yeah, like, not not in that sense. It says they're 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 different. exempt. Yeah. That these provisions do not apply to people who are communists, members of communist political organizations, meaning that you are allowed to discriminate against someone for being a communist. It's so crazy because we're all in this together. This no. communist. Men- no, no, I'm saying that's the communist <laughs> mantra. Like, Wait a minute. It's Wait so minute. easy to compassionately fall into believing it or yeah. feeling right. it. We're, it's all of us, man. We're all in this. And then as soon as you get power, it's you. Right. And it's, that, that's the part of what the left does intentionally. And people hear it all the time, but it's almost as if the word has lost meaning. The left specifically the far left is intentionally subversive so you look at the nazis right you look at the 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 white nationalist people like nick fuentes and stuff nick fuentes is dying for people to hear him say exactly what he believes he will tell you that he's racist he will tell you that he believes that there should be a policy that gets rid of you know people that he considers undesirable he will tell you right out the left is gonna lie they're going to tell you that, no, this yeah. is for democracy. We all get a, uh, a say and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They will lie and tell you all kind of good things. And then once they're in a position of power, the boot comes down. So as much as the National Socialists and the Nazis are terrible, the commies are worse because at least you can identify the Nazis. You can see them put in, and, and be like, okay, these are the people we can't listen to. And it's clear because they'll tell you what they believe. Yeah. The commies will lie to you. So it's like, well, I don't know. Is this guy just a Democrat? Because they're going to tell you, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm a liberal. I'm a progressive. Blah, blah, blah. No, you're a commie. You're an authoritarian <laughs> that will kill people. Yeah, the give them the authority. The give them the power. The communists will lie their way into being a teacher at kids' school. Absolutely. And show them, their, show them your... I got an idea. Absolutely. I have an idea. 
I know what we could do. We can create a communist utopia. Mm. Not, not, hold on, not everywhere. But we just find like maybe a thousand acres, maybe in Wyoming or something, or Montana, some federal controlled land. We, you know, put a big fence around it. We call it communist utopia. Everyone's equal. Everyone gets access. And we say, you are free to go there if you want. And we will operate this, this jurisdiction exactly as you would like it to be. So diversity, equity, inclusion, committee hearings, and there will be a base level of funding provided for the initial startup. And then all the communists will choose to go to that commune where they will live as agrarian people and uh, share they'll be all killing each other in, in two years. It'll be it'll be bad. Right. Yeah, absolutely. E killing each other and eating people. Probably. <laughs> There's probably. no doubt. No doubt in my mind. I mean, the, the the Soviets literally had to make posters in Ukraine during the or it, I think it was in, in like the 30s or something during the Holodomor oh, yeah. saying, don't eat your kids. Wow. Don't eat your kids. Yeah. Like, come on. That's crazy. That's I just insane. like to, I want to go back to the term constitutional Republican. I really liked that term. I, I've uh, I'm doing a uh, I'm recording and editing an audio book for the great David Benner, uh, who wrote uh, uh, Thomas Paine, The Life of Radicalism books out on Amazon. But I'll have the audio book out soon. And it, I, I never really you never really hear that term constitutional Republican or Republicanism. In, in 2023, but it's all throughout that book. It's, it's really so cool. important because the, the subversive thing about naming these political parties the Republican Party yeah. or the Democrat doesn't mean that they they value the Republic at all. Sure. You can call your party well, whatever you want. It doesn't mean that you are that, just like these stupid bills, kinda, it, the Save Puppies Act. When they're, so but, like, it, but it does now, interestingly. Now, so, sometimes like you, well, you find I, the people that are geared towards the Constitution to tend towards the Republican Party, but and the, the Democrats are more about mob rule and mob control. Right. But it's that doesn't mean that they value democracy if they're trying to shut people's voices down. Yeah. They're not Democrats. But, but, but democracy is the oppression of the majority. But you still let the others the talk. Majority, you still us. have to let them all speak. Hey, listen, no, you don't. Listen. In order for democracy to reign, you would. Otherwise, it's tainted. We could talk. So democracy has given us what we have today. Uh, we've not had democracy. Right. Well, not entirely. Not right. mob democracy. Yeah. The founding but, but, fathers but, but, were but terrified of it. I mean, de democracy in its, in its purest sense. 51% can take the food away we've, from the we've, other 49. We've, right. We've always been a constitutional republic with elected representatives. Sure. So we've like some states have the proposition system, which is, you know, democratic to a great degree. But what got us here is liberalism. Liberalism is a great thing. But too many people just said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mind my own business and not fight. Right. I think what it, I, I I don't blame liberalism. I think it the cla the truest sense of liberalism, the founding fathers and their views, classical liberalism should be defended. I just think the issue is weak men make hard times. Yep. And our the generations before us allowed communists to come in and do these things. And corporations. Yeah. Because they kept because this is the point. It's like what I was saying about what's going on in West Virginia. The people who live in these places believe in the constitutional republic, so they follow the rules. The Marxists do not and don't follow the rules. Right. It's like playing a game of Monopoly where you're watching the opponent just take money from the bank and you're like, you can't do it. And they go, I can. And you go, okay, I guess. Right. Well, I would never do that. It's like, well, no, no crap. You're losing. They're cheating. That's what people tell me when I say I want to ban the, the uh, get rid of the NFA and ban the uh, NICS, in, in right? And people are like, well, then criminals are going to be able to do this and do that and do that. And I'm like, they're already doing that. Go to Chicago, man. They got they got 50 round magazines on their Glocks with a, a illegal switch. Yeah, fall out. All, all it does, all it does is keep me from not being able I to get a switch so on my Glock. I am so jealous. <laughs>
I'm yes, so we jealous. All are. I we want, all are. I want machine gun They have gun kids yeah. running around with full auto Glocks with yeah. extended mags. Yeah, fifty insane. round, fifty round magazines. Yeah. And I can't yeah. have one. And we I, can't have one because because of, because it's illegal. And yeah. come on, th- those laws don't do anything but make sure that those criminals, thugs, have those guns. And I don't. That's it. We're gonna go to super chats. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends if you really do like it. It is. Uh, we've done no marketing for the show. So everything that we have and where we are at is all thanks to you guys who watch the show, telling your friends about it. And I really do appreciate it because, you know, I look at some of these shows and I wonder how they get so big. And recently I've noticed something really interesting. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. People are running their podcast as advertisements on YouTube now. Full yep. two hour long shows. Oh, awesome. Yep. But it's insane. I'm like, I'm trying to listen to music. And then all of a sudden I hear a guy talking about like, what's going on. I look, and it's like ad will be done in one hour and 37 yep. minutes. I'm like, annoying. what? Yeah. I'm like, I, man. I do not like that. It, it's because, yeah, when you're trying to clean the house and you put music on, and you know, it's going to autoplay. Well, then you're like, and then wait they, a second. I've been listening to a guy talk for 10 minutes and yep. you see it, two hours. But yeah. you know what? If one in a hundred people say, oh, this is pretty good. I like it. And subscribe. The ad works and they cost a penny. Yep. So anyway, my point is we don't do that. We've never done that. And it's just uh, the show exists because you guys like it. And I really do appreciate it. So uh, word of mouth, if you want to support us and download the Timcast app on the Google Play Store for Android now available. And uh, if you're having any issues because there's so many different Android devices, things may happen. Just uh, send send an email to members at timcast.com or there might be an email for the app. But uh, we uh, we're, we're excited where we're at. Uh, become a member at timcast.com. Go to timcast.com. Click join us. We're gonna have an uncensored show coming up at about 10 p.m. You don't want to miss it. They're uh, not so family friendly. We swear a lot. They're good fun. And then you guys as members get to call in and ask us questions. Let's read. I'm not your buddy guy says it's fairly unnerving knowing the fate, the fate, humanity and whether liberty will mean anything going forward will be determined fairly soon here. It's being determined as we speak. It is. That's just right. That's right. History has been is happening all around you, my friends. It is unnerving. But are you ready to fight? I mean, that's really the, what the question comes down to. Are you ready to push back? Are you ready to keep, are you ready to continue voting the way you've been voting for the last I gotta, 50 years? I mean, look, you know, let's go back five years. Yeah. Let's go back to 2018. Let's go back to 2019. And I'm sitting in my little desk saying like food prices are going up. There's going to be food shortages. There's conflict happening. You guys need to speak up. I wonder now how many people who heard me say that and said, ah, I don't know. I don't want to risk it are now looking at their grocery bill being like, I wish I said something well, you know, five years I'm ago. I'm one of those people that spoke up because of you. I wouldn't be do I wouldn't be here with this show if you didn't want to get it started. There you go. But I just think if more people in say twenty nineteen or twenty twenty did come out and say, I will not stand for these things, then Donald Trump would have stayed president and we would be in a very, very different spot. No 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 money going to Ukraine for this crazy war. We'd have better security on the southern border. Donald Trump was bringing manufacturing back. He's far from a perfect candidate, but we got more peace in the Middle East, no new wars, a lot of really good things. I would I would be willing to bet a large sum of money. It's never you can't prove it, but I'd be willing to bet that if Donald Trump was president right now, you would not be crying over your your groceries. You would not be seeing these TikTok videos of people being like, I can't afford this anymore. I was crying over toilet paper <clears throat> when uh, Donald Trump was still in office. COVID's a different story. <laughs> yeah. And you can blame Trump for a lot of what happened yeah. with COVID for sure. But I just mean like if people just were more active and spoke up more and and pushed back socially. Huge groundswell of change. It happens so fast. 40, it happens horizontally 42, as well as vertically. 42,000 votes. Yep. Was all Trump needed in three states. That's it. Yeah. Let's yeah, read some more. It's going to cha- it's going to take a big push for sure. Yep. But I think Trump's on track to win. If you look at the polling right now, he's rivaling Biden. Biden's up by 0.8%. 
in the RCP average. McLaughlin has Trump up by one or two points and in swing states up by like six or seven. Yeah. A lot's going to change from now until then, but that's why they're going after him to get his name off the ballot because they know they will lose. All right. Jason Dixon says, hey, Tim, can you please promote the Discord after hours show? We will continue the show long after you're asleep. Only in Discord, all are welcome. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. When you become a member by going to TimCast.com and clicking join us, you get access to the Discord server where you can hang out with like-minded individuals who are doing a whole bunch of crazy, awesome stuff. One of the things they do is they have the after after show where members hang out and host their own show after we're long done. It's one of the coolest things ever. That's neat. Super excited. Yeah, That's there's really a lot cool. of the, 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 the Discord community that we have. They are doing a lot of really cool things, meeting meeting each other, becoming friends, building culture, building community. It's one of the coolest things about being a member at TimCast.com. True, like, grassroots organization right there uh, through the power of the internet. You know, it's yes. really cool to see. All right. Waffle Sensei says, just wanted to make a point about Vivek getting booed at the debate. He gets booed when he says, I'm the only candidate not bought and paid for. When he says climate change is a hoax, they cheer. Check the tapes. Okay. All right. I yeah, hear they, they booed Trump, too, when he would talk about when he was talking about all the donors in the audience. And he was like, these are the donors that are booing me that I'm talking about. All right. Europa Chronicle says, Tim, on August 16th, the FBI killed a second disabled veteran, Theodore Deschler, in a pre-dawn raid. In the two weeks since, the FBI has com- been completely silent. They haven't given the reason for the raid. Please help shine a light on the issue. Interesting. Let's see here. Give me one second. There we go. All right. Where are we at? Uh Uh-oh. Okay, there we go. YouTube likes to do this thing where it, it refreshes. Yep. All right. Neglectful Sausage says, Reboot Robot Mitch. MAGA, make animatronics great again. Mm. God's other son says, I want to see Vivek run as VP mostly because I want to see a debate between him and Kamala. Yikes. That, that would be fun to watch. That would be crazy. She'd get squashed real bad. He's very articulate for yeah. sure. Yeah. Even, yeah. If I, if, even if I, even if I'm very weary of the things he's saying, I, I, I think he's, very I weird. really want to see him debate Trump because I think competition's only good. He's so good on that stage and it'll force Trump to be better. Yeah. You know, Trump, a lot of people Trump's like, going to shut him down. It'll never happen. It'll be fun. I think he can roll with the punches, yeah, unlike most fun. other people yeah. on the stage, though. He's not going to be like Chris Christie. No, that's for sure. Plus, like Trump, Trump didn't know he couldn't shut down the FBI because his deep state advisors told him, no, you so. can't fire people individually, Trump. And he just gave he didn't read the law. He just gave up. Vivek will annihilate him on that, that he doesn't read. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What I got to read for? I not a statesman. Read. I'm not here to read. Loyal Snoop Doge says this country could use a revival of McCarthyism. <laughs> I mean, at least the attitude. Yeah, we definitely need. <laughs> we definitely need that culture and attitude back for sure. It's time. It, it, the the time to be uh, weary and and alert about communism has come and passed. It's time to start pushing back on yeah, this stuff. Yeah, it, it's sure. there's there's a significant problem in the United States, and it's not getting any better by saying you know, you oh, know it's the, not uh, a problem. You know the Pirates of the Caribbean, where he's like, you believe in. You yeah. believe in scary movies? Do you believe in cultural revolutions yeah. yet? Jake you best Phillips. start because you're living, living through one. Living Jake Phillips one. says, Tario and his lawyer blamed Trump for January 6th in court. Some of us think his sentencing got delayed so he can testify against Trump. I doubt he'll get pardoned. Interesting. That would be an interesting. Yeah. I won't be surprised. I mean, Enrique Tario wasn't even there. That's the crazy thing. He got yeah. arrested before or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It was the you, day before. I, I guarantee you that Trump's not going to pardon him. Pardon him at that point. I think it was. <laughs> it was the day before he was arrested. Yeah. 
I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. he wasn't. There's a conspiracy he wasn't theory there. that, yeah. that I, he's uh, I, some kind of informant already. So I got he was before. Yeah. I got to clarify my earlier statement. Donald Trump does read. I just don't think he's ever read the Constitution or laws or anything like that. <laughs> you, so like, wait, you so think like Donald Trump reads? People so in the comments are like, many, he reads. So like every many, other politician. Of course he reads. Every he's other not how many Americans he, do you think have actually read the Constitution? Yeah, exactly. He may be able to read, but when he people, does not read. He watches TV. He probably reads when people talk about the Constitution, they are only ever referring to the Bill of Rights. Most They're, people. Most, yeah. yeah I, I would like 99%. Yeah. Like because of the Constitution, we have blah 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 blah. And it's like, okay, are you talking about like the distribution of powers? Are you talking about like Article Two? Are you talking about Article Five? What are you talking about in the Constitution? Oh, you're talking about Amendment Number One. Yeah, the Article first, second, second, third, that's, that's fourth, fifth. Right. That's it. That's all. I like know. the third. The third's yeah. the third's great. There's yeah. an argument. Um, we were talking about this. The, the Third Amendment doesn't just mean that soldiers can't be quartered in your home. Right. It means you are free from government influence in your own home. <laughs> yes, supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then so the internet appeared. Right. Well, first telephones appeared and wiretaps no, became a thing. but the issue is the government can't do anything in your house. Yeah. It's not about a, a soldier being there. It's also interpreted as, or it should be interpreted as, the government can't say something like, we need to put this listening device in your house because we're in the middle of an investigation. My, they keep the listening device in their house and then they use it on you when you're in your house and they, they read your keystrokes and crap. My, fa my favorite are the people who are like, oh, we have to interpret the this amendment this way or this this uh, the Bill of Rights this way because... Um, you know, the founders didn't give us any guidelines on them. I'm like, you know, the Federalist Papers, anti I mean, they literally explain why they were doing these things in separate documents. So there is explanations of these things if you just go and look them up, you know, um, and there's a lot of books about those other papers that that help you learn how to read them. So I like this chat from Mistress Depp in the regular old chat saying Maga Swami, <laughs> Vivek Maga Swami. <laughs> we were saying that Trump would call him uh, Ramaswampy. Yeah. yeah, he would for sure. Yeah. yeah, he'd find he'd find some interesting. But be, but Vivek's playing the campaign very very well. And now, what Trump said something like he would consider him for VP. Oh, lately but Vivek he said, said no yeah. way. He I, yeah. I I forget who I was listening to today, but I was listening to someone talking to Trump, and he was talking about how, uh, you know, Vivek was the only guy that that he would kind of like would be nice to but also Vivek's the only guy that hasn't attacked him he's also the only guy that raised his hand to pardon right. trump yeah. until until DeSantis looked around and realized oh, oh so it's just well no, no no to be fair nikki haley quickly does raise her hand halfway oh, okay. Vivek goes right up yeah, hand as high yeah. as possible nikki haley then raises her hand and then it cascades to the right and then ron looks looks and then you know half old, he half ex up. ron explained himself in another video which probably didn't get nearly as many views where he said we already decided before and we weren't going to do the stupid hand raise thing and then when they asked the question and, and they did it i'm like Oh my god you guys are really doing this all right that fine. was very smart then because that someone someone agreed to not do it and then did it that was very yep. smart in the debate that's very the snake yeah mm -hmm. they're like come on guys we're gonna it wasn't punk Vivek who did that it was the it was it was what brett bear and martha mccallum who yes. hosting? i don't they know were hosts? Yeah. i don't know who agreed with ron ahead of time that they weren't <laughs> going to do the hand raise thing it's like that thing where uh it's from the simpsons bart convinces he tells all the other kids let's prank the teacher and turn all our desks around and they're like yeah and when the teacher walks in he's the only one who did it and right. then they're like Bart detention is like ah <laughs> yes exactly it was a good setup man good yep. setup and, and execution for sure there's no doubt about it if that's really what it, what it was that was good that was good all right Jonathan Harris says incorrect about China Taiwan is where the former rulers fled to when the rogues led by Chairman Mao took over Taiwan also has the latest chip fabs that give the U.S. an edge in AI and tech in general that is the Republic of China, the actual real government of China. Yes, that's the right. occupying force is the CCP, which has control of the mainland at present. Yeah. Well, here's Ping the thing, Xiaoping. too. AMD, AMD can make those same chips in Austin, Texas. 
I, I used to work for a company that built the robots that made these these semiconductors, right? Like we'd ship them over to China, the robots that make these things, and then China would make them and send them back to the United States. It's like it's it's a it's ridiculous. It's Labor just sheep. it's all just this whole thing is just a tripwire for war, in my opinion. And and honestly, we we should be making those things at home. We have cobalt mines here. We have silica mines here. We have all the same stuff. It's not like we can't make those here. We have too many about, unions here. To concerned about stuff. pollution. The manufacturing pollution, I guess, the, sure. prices. There's well, they get margins. they get a lot cheaper labor there. I'm sure too. Slave labor wages and stuff. But it's like it's like who ah, are close to no, no. I, Ch- Taiwan, Taiwan. I don't think Taiwan has like slave labor. Like I I know that you get like that kind of stuff in in China. And That's stuff, what I meant. But, you're but in in Taiwan, if I understand correctly, because it's a you know it's a, a Western style democracy. I think that there is like protections for workers and stuff. They're like rogue that. province. Pardon me. They're a rogue province. Yeah, yeah, but they 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 style their 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 government. It it treats their population the way that Western democracies do. So I don't think that there's a situation with slave labor. I imagine you know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think that they have the the kind of deal where there's you know sweatshops full of people working for a dollar a day. I don't think that that their economy is that poor. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. The Sig piece is I have zero sympathy for these old politicians gripping onto their seat for dear life. They should resign their seat and enjoy what time they have left. All they are doing, all they are doing, placeholding for backdoor bureaucrats. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mitch McConnell, time to resign. What do they do? The governor appoints someone? I think the governor would appoint until special there's an election. election. There's a, there'd there'd be, be a special election, be. yeah. It would be, I think that it would be a special election. I mean, in Illinois, Blagojevich went to prison because he was he would he would assign the Senate seat. Yeah, I believe that it would be a, a special. There'd be a, a special election, and I'm sure there'd be you know three candidates trying to vie for that. Is that is that because it's Kentucky? No, I think that's well. Yeah, probably it's in a Illinois state, when but, Barack Obama got elected president, Blagojevich was like, "I get to pick who the senator is." Yes. Yeah, and then was, he was uh, like, and, and he's like, and you got to well, pay or whatever. That's Illinois yeah. for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but I do jail for that too. <laughs> right. I, I think the the different states have different rules. I'm sure. I think I'm they, sure they, they may. Just a point. They I know. Be. Well, yeah, they, that, they that, have that, to election that, rules. That's what they're saying about Pennsylvania sure. that if Fetterman gets removed for medical issues, the governor will just appoint a replacement. That's yeah. bizarre. <clears throat> Definitely doesn't work that way in Iowa for sure. Well, is that your home state? Uh, I'm originally from California, but I've lived in Iowa since 2020. I left. My flight left San Francisco Airport at 11:55, and at midnight they instituted the 24-hour lockdowns. What? Wow! I, t- I, I ran hightailed. My my girlfriend lived there at the time, and so in Iowa, and so I was like, hey, I'm just going to come there for two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. And I came with a backpack and a suitcase, and now we got seven kids and wow, wow. a whole huge life there. Seven together. kids in two in three years. Well, so that's she had two. Working. I had I had a daughter who didn't live with us that I had been he fighting for custody move. with. We've made two, and I adopted my um, my my oldest daughter when ah. I got custody of her in 2020. I adopted her two younger siblings that were going to go to foster care, so I was oh, able wow. to get them. So That's we awesome. went from having just her two girls in the house with a son on the way to having seven kids in the house, and we do have one coming in, in Are December you, as well. Uh, where, where would you place yourself in the abortion debate? I am I am pro life. I am very 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 pro life, and I do believe that you know murder is not good, and uh, mm. that there should be some kind of uh, punishment for doctors who commit murder mm. i heard democrats told me you don't exist that people that are pro-life don't adopt kids yeah or don't well, no, look into the foster no i know more pro-life white christian people that have adopted than anybody else uh, course, that's yeah. and that's the truth and i'm not saying that as a, a racial thing but you know whenever i hear these pro-life white you know 
nuclear family Christians won't adopt. I know so many that have adopted. Right, right, so right. many that have adopted. But yeah, we took in my my That's oldest awesome. daughter's two younger siblings. You can't really trust what the left says about the right because the left really doesn't know anybody on the right. right. They've already excommunicated <laughs> yeah. them from their, their lives. Yeah. They're just like, oh no, you're, you, you voted Donald Trump. Get out of here. I can't talk to you. Yeah, so let's they, read. They, uh, yeah. We got this from Robert Bradbury. New Hampshire is amazing. Free state project and freedom. Also, New Hampshire is one of the first states trying to remove Trump. I'm not proud of my state. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, the the governor is a Republican. and He believes that Donald Trump being on the uh, ballot is bad because Donald Trump can't win. That's what he believes. I'm not saying that that's what I... When, when these people, these never Trumpers, were like, Trump can't win, they're lying. Listen, the... There's a lot of Republicans that are never Trumpers too. I mean, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. There's yeah, a, a bunch of them. The, the the DeSantis surrogates and the DeSantis supporters saying Trump can't win. It's got to be DeSantis. It's like Trump lost by forty thousand votes. Yeah. What do you mean he can't win? Biden his approval ratings in the gutter. The economy is bad. He's being held People up are, by puppet strings. Right. <laughs> of course Donald Trump can win. Yeah. He only needs to win a few states. Look what they're doing desperate to stop him. I'm just sick of the lies that Trump can't win. Right. I'm not saying he's going to win tremendously. You've got these polls where it's like Trump has 20% of the black vote. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. Those polls are interesting, but I doubt that's a big if. But it's like Trump barely won in 2016. He barely lost in 2020. It's 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 a close race. True. And and you've even got CNN saying the data is showing that Trump is actually right now the favorite. But right. you But it's like Democrats are like, guys, Trump might win. And then you get these never Trumpers like, nope, nope, he won't win. He can't. Well, they have to keep that narrative up to try and get their Republicans to not vote for Trump. I mean, yeah, because they're trying to get in DeSantis because he's the yeah. best they have. Yeah. And it's just it's just, oh, man, you know what I love? I, let's just let's just let's just go there quickly. Laura Loomer does not work for Donald Trump. Right. And so when she posts nonsense, you're like, I don't know, whatever. But the DeSantis crowd gets super offended by it. Right. And then people who actually do work for DeSantis react similarly. Right. And then when people are like, hey, the official campaign, you guys should not do this. They go, but Laura Loomer did it. And it's like, OK, look, I'll also add this. When the class clown is, you know, throwing spitballs at the at the at the front board right. while making jokes and everyone's laughing and you're enjoying the silliness. And then the nerdy kid stands up, turns around and starts yelling at the class clown. You're you're not going to be you're, the the nerdy kid's not getting popularity like the preppy little teacher's pet. And they, L- Loomer is the class clown in this situation. Absolutely, like <laughs> the, the 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 Trump supporters online who do not work for Trump are posting memes, making yeah. jokes. When they said that Bill Mitchell looked like an aging lesbian, <laughs> everyone on the online starts, the, the online starts laughing hilariously. It's a dig. It's an attack. And then the response from the tennis people is, I am outraged. How dare you insult me? I now have carte blanche to insult everyone else. And it's like, you're not being funny. You're not being funny. Right. You're, you are getting played by these people and then complaining about them, but you're making yourself look, look worse. I'm sorry, man. Look, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying Trump, they've been doing this for eight years. The Trump supporters for eight years, they have mastered the meme. They and trolled them into office. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're not going to compete by by pouting and stomping your feet and saying it's not fair. Um, with Bruce, I think it was Alex Brucewitz that did the aging lesbian joke. Yep. Um, is he working with Trump right now? Because he was before. He's part of X, I believe it's called X Strategies. Oh, I, sure. I, I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure. But I, I, I don't think he's an official member of the campaign, but I'm not entirely sure. My campaign's playing the troll and, and meme game. It's a very important part of politics these days. There's no yeah, doubt about you, it. You, you can't. Yeah. You can't claim the right for your campaign's official staff to start insulting everyone because a handful of people have insulted you. Yeah. That's how you lose. 
And getting at, triggered at, is a loss. At this point, I'm like, DeSantis deserves to lose because he won't fire these people. And they keep doing it. What, what happened today was this one guy posted an image where they did a search of all these different personalities, me included, about Hurricane Adalia. And they were like, these people, some of them living in Florida, won't even tweet about this for political reasons. Get the hell out of this state or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even live in Florida. And I, I had just recorded a video where I was praising DeSantis' response in Florida. And I'm like, look, man, I'm sorry. The DeSantis surrogates are trying to get him to lose. Right. That's the only explanation. Because it's like, why would you lie? Like, they lied about Matt Gates and they lied about, lied about Vivek. Matt Gates has been posting nonstop about the hurricane and, and, and disaster preparedness, even posting uh, statements from Ron DeSantis. And then you've got Vivek who said, you know, you know, he, he gave uh, uh, credit to DeSantis saying you're doing a good job. Keep it up. And then they put out these lies. This guy, I don't know if he actually works for the campaign, but that's the accusation. Because what they do is they have these text groups where they send supporters memes to to basically create. I'll put it this way. The Sun and Red video. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. When when DeSantis appears with the black sun, oh the black sun bottom. Yeah, yeah. can yeah, you absolutely. believe that that is called the sun and red video now? It, but it stuck. is I mean, obviously. And yeah. Apparently, what happened was the official campaign produced the video and then gave it to a third party, saying, "Post this and then we'll retweet it." Yeah. Of course. Anyway, so dumb. Anyway, we have a nice little clip of that uh, that part of that video in my campaign video, but it's just from just a quick glance well, we're talking about because we just make fun of all politicians at that point. i am the emu says shout out to josh and crew love from sean burton and the burton family oh that's a yeah very long time family friend awesome nice thank you knee boop says 50 round mags and full auto handguns stop i can only get so hard right. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. coming baby we coming no those videos with when, when they're running around them are crazy yeah, but the it's tr- like it comes all the way down yeah. like the truth is they're so hard to control. Oh, yeah. They're so just ridiculous. spraying like control, it's yeah. nuts. For you. Whatever. <laughs> train. Get out and train. I train. train. I do <laughs> train, but I train. I, I'm a, first of all, I'm a Beretta guy. I like my spaghetti nice. gats, dude. So, I'm a spaghetti gat guy. I carry a 92X all the time. RDO. I don't have a red dot on it, though. All right. Acoustic nothing. Theory says we are closer to Weimar than ever before. They will say Trump is our Hitler destined to rise out of the political strife. Because of their arrogance, the left can't see themselves in the mirror. Or it, they, they don't care to. They know what they're doing. It's, they're communists. And, and getting close to something doesn't mean you're more likely to arrive there because things can swivel back and forth. We are pretty close to Weimar, but we're on the edge of an energy revolution where we start using hydrogen fuel and dipping the cost of fuel by like, you know, one one millionth of a cent. Like we might be able to drastically reduce the cost of fuel and energy, which could elevate our economy. Do you, to a place that it has never been before. Do you think they'll do that, though? Because we see with medicine, we know there's a lot of stuff that can be cured, and they're not in the business of curing humans. They want us to stay sick. Why would they give us the benefit of a major energy breakthrough? Why wouldn't they just keep charging us and just give us a little bit, a little bit, and they just reap the rewards? To prevent Do you really um, trust like civil ma- major war? energy companies to have humanity in their best interest? Well, I mean, if you could leave it to the corporations, I don't think they'll you know help us out, but... If the people in the in the government take control of our energy, uh, it would be to prevent civil unrest, basically, okay. and and update our fucking navy. Jeez, what? Update the navy, man. We need better fuel sources. Is it that uh oil is so nasty and heavy? What's uh? You're talking about DFM. What's that? DFM. What's <clears throat> DFM? Diesel, like diesel powered. Any of that, any of that petroleum-based stuff is just heavy and I'm, most carriers I'm not sure have gone to nukes at this point. All why do you want to spend that kind of money? Like we no, have, it doesn't cost money now. They figured out with hydrogen, you take methane, which is CH4. You upgrading break the, upgrading the navy will cost money. 
Well, it will cost resources, yeah. And but if we can acquire the resources, it's worth doing. And then who it. does the labor? Humans. They will have and new jobs. Do you, and how do you and what do you do to convince the human to do the job? What's the uh, what's the subsidize what's their the energy. reason that what you want to What do you mean subsidize up- their energy? I Phil, I would like you to carry a heavy box down the stairs. Oh, you pay them money. Oh, money. I mean, right. well, I'm I'm, just, I'm I'm you say you want to update, but I'm not I like I don't I don't understand because I feel like like we have like a state of the art navy. Like we, we, it's not like our navy is like falling behind anyone. And, and we spend a boatload of money, so I'm not sure what we should, like, what you're looking to upgrade. Like, half of our, the big ships are nuclear-powered, like your submarines and your aircraft carriers, and I think some yeah. of your destroyers. But then, like, I'm not sure what you're looking to upgrade. There's going to be some fossil fuels that they have. Are you, are you saying get them all off fossil fuels? No, no, no. Getting off oil is impossible because of lubricants. Well, I mean, that's what well, I'm that's, so, that's so when they, that's when my they, is talking about. When they talk about wind turbines, they don't realize you need oil. Those ships have so much lube oil in them. Oh yeah, I, I fought a lube oil fire for two and a half days on a on a wow. carrier. Wow! Navy, so yeah. it's like a it's There's dangerous. lube everywhere. That's it's so a lot of lube. It's yeah. a risk to have all that oil. You know on what the they ship. say about it's the navy? So flammable. <laughs> I mean, hydrogen's flammable too, but it's also very lightweight and could be discharged pretty easily. We, I want to read one more super chat before we go, and uh, it's from the bonus holes. He says, definitely don't add our band on X at the bonus holes. The algorithm would not like it if you did. That's a cool name. <laughs> and uh, just on that note. I just wanted to mention that video that Phil put up of him performing in front of this sold out massive mm. stadium was just absolutely epic. It was awesome and I was super super fortunate to be able to do it. So people yeah. should check that out on uh, what's your what's your what's your X account? I am uh Phil that remains on X. I'll yeah, go that, ahead and that, I'll, that I'll video is right just now. bonkers to see that. Dude. What a dream, man. Dream come yeah. true. Yeah, dream I mean Look, Metallica's the biggest band in the world. Right? Yep. They're the biggest metal band ever. <laughs> I've been a metalhead since I was a kid, so Obviously, it was a dream come true, and I'm just super happy that I could and, help my friends out. And you opened too. right before Metallica, yeah, so basically done. everyone's piling in t- to watch your set. Yeah. They weren't to even actually hammered. watched yeah. Metallica. They weren't even hammered yet. Did they, they call they, you on Wednesday and were like, "Can you come do this show?" Zoltan sent me a text when I was doing PCC on Thursday, and I was like, "Hold on, I gotta finish. I'm doing a podcast." I talked to him on Thursday night. I had to come here and do the podcast at night. I talked to him afterwards, and he's like, "Hey, can you get on a plane?" So I was like, yeah. So I went and drove to my apartment, grabbed Django, drove to New England to drop her off so that my roommate up there at my place in New wow. Hampshire can watch the dog, jumped on a flight, flew to L.A., got there on Saturday, <laughs> played on Sunday, got on a plane on Monday, flew back, grabbed the dog, drove wow. back down here wow. yesterday, and I'm here now. So. All right, everybody. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. And become a member by going to TimCast.com, clicking join us. And you can also download the TimCast app on the Google Play Store, Apple to come soon. That members only show will be starting soon. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL basically everywhere. You can follow me personally everywhere at TimCast. Josh, you want to shout anything out? Yeah, sure. You guys uh, follow me at Twitter. It's at Joshua at large, all spelled out. And then, of course, the campaign website is Joshua Smith 2024. Com. I saw a lot of people asking about this hoodie. It's a it says a vote for vengeance and it is for sale on our campaign website. Right on. I am Phil Labonte. I am Phil that remains on X. I am Phil that remains official on Instagram. The band is all that remains. You can check us out on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, you know, the internet, man. <laughs> and I'm Ian Crossland. You guys check out the uh, Timcast IRL live event in Miami coming up October 6th. I believe it is October 6th. We yep. got Donald Trump Jr., Matt Gates, Patrick Bet David, hosted by Tim Pool and Luke Rutkowski. I'll be there. Uh, more guests, more people to name. 
Uh, and you can go to the timcast.com, hit the banner at the top to go buy a ticket. Also, I'm very serious about retrofitting our economy to start using hydrogen fuel. They had a huge breakthrough where they're able to split methane and uh, turn the carbon aspect of it into graphene and the hydrogen aspect into fuel. So it actually makes money to make hydrogen. You come out with a product that you can sell. And uh, we're just about raising awareness. It's my, it's my pinned tweet on X. So check it out and follow me there at Ian Crossland. Uh, you guys can follow me on X at Kellen PDL. And last Friday with Fresh and Fit, and they said no one watches women's sports. Well, uh, Nebraska volleyball just set the world record for most uh, largest attendance at a women's sporting event. That was like ninety-two thousand. Whoa! Yeah, nice. lots of people like you know women's volleyball. They're, so they're, they're making you look bad. It's crazy. I wonder look, why women's volleyball is awesome. Okay, like they're not in bad shape. It is a fun watch, man. But I've seen some really good videos. You see those crazy videos yeah. where it's like they they the ball's in play for like a minute. Oh, yeah. and they're all just diving. I'm yeah. like, wow. They're badasses. Mm -hmm. Yes. Did you shut your... Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, Kellen PDL. Thanks, guys. All right, everybody. We will see you all over at TimCast.com in about a minute. Thanks for hanging out.